Timing is crucial. <laughs> <laughs> Details, baby. Oh, Details. man. What is going on? What is going on? We are back. Yes, sir. Quincy Jones Castle Catering Creative and, uh, you know, that little bit of perk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little perk angle at the table. What's going on? I love how that totally straight away from the cut. Yeah, you know, I, I got to throw. Hey, count down to 300, baby. Yeah, we doing it loose. We doing here. it loose, loose goosey. You know, we sipping over here. You oh, know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, we, we ain't sponsored by ghosts, but we sponsored by ghosts. You, you know, know it's so funny because it just makes me, uh, and not to jump ahead, but like on NXT last night at one point, uh, what's her name came out, Tiffany Stratton. And Booker, Booker says this thing on commentary. He goes, Hottie Biscotti, get me a cup. And then like literally Vic goes, he goes, even? I keep telling you oh, that Scotty is a cookie. You cannot yeah, drink man. it. I don't know. And he yeah. just cuts it. It's whatever I want it to be. I was just about to say. I was, <laughs> I was like, what do you like... want? You want a cup of crumbs? Like, yeah, I don't... <laughs> but it's just that that's the same energy for me. Like, like... I, I, I thought he was like, no, I... no bread, no meat, all water. <laughs> all water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hot. Chubbuck 05. <laughs> Get more bread. <laughs> she need more bread. Gains. Gains, <laughs> for sure. Nah, but, but what's uh, going yeah, on? Man. It's the Quincy Jones Show. As you didn't guess already, I ain't Quincy Jones Go. Yeah. And of course, I got the best damn co-host in, in the planet, in the universe. Thank you. Any solar system. I mean, I know there's one, but we, we don't know that. Yeah, you guys know what it is. Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip-hop yeah. hybrid in the realms of yeah. hip-hop and pro wrestling. And I'm back once again with a brand new weekly installment of the Quincy Jones Show podcast with the world's greatest tag team partner. That is a cheap plug. Uh, other than oh, that, man, gosh. how you doing this week? I, I'm, You know, I'm, I'm living... Um, Shoot job kicking my ass as hot as shit out here. Um, yeah. But you know what? I, I can't be mad because we've been wanting this for like since, what, April? Yeah. You know what I mean? We was like, man, was, well, they said April showers. Man, get on with that. Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. May. And it's raining still in May. You're like, hey, you know, they, well, you know, they I know this, it's supposed to be. I'm yeah, like, nah, this, man. This Cali heat gets worse every year. And I it feel like, like it starts later every year. It but, was 94 you know. where I was at uh, yesterday. But it was like over. When I was on, I listened to the radio. Like, it's over 100 out here. I'm like, I'm not complaining. Yeah, to me, I, I, I'm, I'm okay in, with I'm that. in the OC. That shit was at least like a buck uh, or one. Like, I, 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 would, I would have to yeah, assume, you know, cause, at cause some point. It's always like. It took me back to when we used to do parking security. I was Oof. like, fuck yeah. that. But you know what's good is when I come in, it's about 3 o'clock. Mm. So the peak starts to go, go down, down, but yeah. it's still a slow process. Same but, with me. Uh, like my, I take my lunch around like 2, to come mm-hmm. back around 2.30. Yeah. And then I'll be like chilling a little bit. I'll get that air for a mm-hmm. little bit. I'm like, all right, let's go sweat my balls off. Yeah. <laughs> and then just go, go. Right. Man. You know what I mean? But anyways, hey, but, man, let's, let's, yeah, let's get into the wrestling, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it was a bash, right? <laughs> no, not yet. Not what? yet. Yeah, yeah. That's not... How is it not the bash? It's not until I think it's July thirtieth. Uh, yeah, July thirtieth. It's a Sunday. It's an actual PLE. So you know. And, oh, oh and, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and there's things on the that board, you know, in okay. terms of still configuring the the, the card. But well, that's we nice that they gave jump them one. in the. To, what was the last one they had? I can't even think. It was. Was it WrestleMania weekend? Uh, that was Stand and Deliver. I think there was another one after that. I can't remember, but that's I what I'm it might have been. 
was it Vengeance? Oh, was it Vengeance? NXT or, Vengeance or it something? It might have been Vengeance, yeah. yeah but you did bring up right. NXT, so we'll go ahead and jump right into that review real quick. I wish I didn't. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> bad. Was, it, it, was there was a few things on here. So, uh, in-ring segment, Judgment Day. We talked about them showing up this week. Uh, yeah. Crowd, crowd erupts into big mommy chants and welcome home chants. Finn tells him that daddy's home. NXT is the house he built, and he's back to lay down some house rules with uh, Judgment Day. He uh, calls out, or uh, Priest comes out and calls out the Trick Money Gang for expecting a divided Judgment Day, but instead got the, uh, the Judgment Day that runs the WWE and now runs NXT. This right here is a murderer's row of the WWE, which I thought was great. Dom goes to add his thoughts and gets booed out the building. I was about to say, because uh, I, I did hear that he was getting a North American title yeah, shot. And I, yeah, like, and I was I'm like, okay, something must the, have happened. Yeah, yeah. But then hearing this, and he's like, I'm like, yeah, the only thing about that, though, is like, Everyone in your crew, except for Don, went to NXT. Yeah, so yeah, like, you don't yeah even go exactly. Here. It's kind of that was the only thing. And you thing were supposed that, to go that, here. Yeah. But he gets interrupted by Mello and Trick before getting a word out as well. Rhea's up in arms that they mm. dared to interrupt Dirty Dom uh, before they make a low hanging soap joke to, uh, talking about why he got his dirty nickname, you know, in jail. Mm. Uh, Mello thanks Judgment Day for making the trip, but says this is really all about Finn. He says Finn's obvious place on uh, NXT is Mount Rushmore. Uh, or he has oh, an really? obvious place. He says he acknowledges that he did lose to him a few weeks ago, but says now he's in his arena and, the, and trying to ball on his court. But Rhea just calls him arrogant. Priest agrees it is the mellow era right now, but only because uh, he doesn't have Judgment Day staring back at him on Tuesday nights on a weekly basis. And reminds everyone the Archer of Infamy never misses a bullseye before Trick calls him out for, hey, dog. I think your mouth riding a check you can't cash. <laughs> and literally a huge pop just from something as simple as that. He He's like, man, nah, Tricks, man. He, he's kind of gotten this organic yeah. uh, support from the crowd, which is Definitely. Kinda, honestly kind of surprising. Because he basically says, like, look, man, I'm over the raw, yeah. raw. Uh, you know, we're here to see if Judgment Day is really bad about it. Melo begins yep. to challenge him to a tag match, yep. but Finn, he, he interrupts, he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he steps up in front of him, he goes, if you come at the Prince, and he kind of does this thing, he just looks right at him and goes, you best not miss. But it was just very well delivered now, by Yeah, Finn. because it could have went away where you're like, yeah. well, of course he said that. Yeah, but. and then, of course, he accepts it. So, all right, I, I, let's I'm, do it. I'm still trying to accept Daddy's home. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was a little weird to hear him say daddy. Now, like now, that. now for all his female fan contingent, they yeah. love that. They were like, let me let me uh yeah, me clip and, that. And I'll jump to the make Dom thing. The so what happens out. is Wesley's being interrupt uh being interviewed, as you say, about Mustafa, and you know, he's like Mustafa, Mustafa. Uh, he's a different cat. I can't get a read on him, it makes him harder to strategize for, and he gets interrupted by Rhea and Dom. Dom goes, Oh, are you the open challenge guy? And he goes, Yeah, I used to do open challenges. Yeah, 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 whatever. I accept. And he's like, You accept what? He goes, Your open challenge for the North American Championship. I'll, I'll take, you know, I'll accept it. And he goes, have you been watching the show? Like, I don't even do those anymore. He goes, oh, I get it. Now that I'm here, you don't do them anymore. And he goes, and then Rhea's like, oh, what a fighting champion. Pathetic, you know? And, like, thinking they're baiting him. He goes, nah, you didn't let me finish. I was saying I stopped <laughs> doing it because it got crazy around here because, you know, all those people used to run. It was like 24-7 yeah, time. And he goes, yeah. but if you want to get crazy, you know, I'm down. We can go. I'll make it efficient. He goes, no, no, no. I'll give you a week to get re ready for this. So that's, that's how it's going down next week, <laughs> basically. Heat. Yeah, yeah, de heat. definitely. So uh, You know who – You know, have you heard – maybe it's in your news that he got low-key some heat with uh, a certain legend for that new nickname? No. Dutch Mantel is pissed. Shut the fuck up, Dutch Mantel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, but I will give. What about Dirty Dango? Ah, uh, that's true. You know, he maybe, was. I, I mean, maybe he gave him shit. Or I, the Dirty know. Dogs. I, I don't know about the Dirty Dogs, but the nickname of like Dirty Dango, I, I, I could see that going under my radar because I don't really click on. But nothing. he works for Impact now. Does Dutch? 
Dango. Well, no, but yeah, Dutch exactly. has always well, had a job there. Well, that's my thing. Is like if, if Dutch would have said something about it, it would have still flew under my radar. I ain't check. Yeah. I ain't clicking on that. Yeah, no, no, no. Very true. Very but true. yeah, I guess he's mad at WWE. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, about, I got more on that too because you brought yeah. up Slaughter last week and oh, what no. he said at first about oh. It's fine. It doesn't I mean, bother if, if me. She can put People, it on. Yeah, I know she but, can't put it on but he, he is kind of he's kind of walking it back. Got, or uh, not walking it back, but feeling a different way this week. But we'll get mm. to that on news. But backstage segment: Ivy Nile, Tiffany Stratton, and Schism. Um, man, it's just a lot going on. So thanks. Um, basically, we see. Um, wait, where is this at? Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. This is actually a uh, I miss I labeled it wrong. This is a Tony D segment. Ah. Mackenzie is I don't know how on a split screen FaceTime call <laughs> with Tony D in jail. He thanks Mackenzie for the call but urges her to make it quick because it's chow time and JoJo's almost done with his steak. <laughs> Whoever JoJo is, JoJo's the guy who he uh, paid to borrow the 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 face the lap the uh, iPad from. Probably. Oh, probably. Okay. He says uh, he's at Stack's mercy tonight and adds they've known each other since they were kids, but he's never given him a reason to worry. But Mackenzie just bluntly asks him, "Does that mean you don't trust him?" He goes, "Don't put words in my mouth," but says, "You know, since he's been locked up, Stax has barely visited him, and he's been hearing some weird things, but ultimately doesn't know what to think." And I will be back on that because actually that match is pretty uh, pretty fun. The Tony D versus Joe Coffey for the you know his his freedom, but tag match Chase. Oh, you. not Tony D. It's uh, Stacks, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm for, for Tony D. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Chase, you take on Gulak and Char- uh, Charlie Dempsey. It starts to Chase you bringing the fight to the shooters right on the ramp before the bell rings. At some point, Bronco Nima and Lucian Price are shown watching the match in the bird's nest position. We get a impressive running hurt. Those those two do- dudes that's been in those vignettes. Yeah, they okay. were supposed to debut, but they only show up a couple One times of them throughout the show. Bronco, Bronco Nima. And Lucian Price. Lucian, I remember, but I didn't, I didn't realize Bronco was on yeah. there. Uh, but yeah, we get impre- an impressive running Hurricane Rana by the six foot seven Dempsey to Gulak, and he hits an in- uh, equally impressive avalanche scoop slam from the second rope. But you see him start to favor That's one of my his left spots, to be honest. Yeah. And he, uh, but he favors his left wrist upon a landing. I don't know if maybe it was just a bad landing or what. But uh, they hit uh, Stereo Chase U Bionic elbows before uh, telling them it's a teachable moment. We get a beautiful bridging butterfly suplex to Duke by Dempsey, which he, he always hits. 10 out of 10 is just perfect. But uh, Andre I gets mean, the hot tag, cleans house, swinging neck breaker, float over Russian leg sweep, and of course the chase you stops. And actually a huge uh, diving crossbody. I've never, I never seen him go off the top before. Uh, but uh, this ends with the ref getting distracted as Gulak exchanges words with Thea Hale. Uh, or he gets distracted with something in the ring. Thea Hale and Gulak exchange words on the floor. And then she runs, jumps off the steps, and like launches herself at him and like he catches her but she applies the Kimura lock like in a frenzy and <laughs> and the ref never sees this and Duke and uh, Chase hit what they call the frat liner for the win so what <laughs> I, it is, uh, is no, I, I, you've I, seen it I, I I remember they came up with it but I can't remember what it was so he picks him up like a razor's edge on his back yeah but he stays low mm-hmm. and then basically Chase runs and like like jumps a, over and grabs him into a flatliner, like a rolling flatliner off uh, of his back. It's very interesting. I don't know how often they could hit it, but it was definitely different. Because I remember they, they, they said it on commentary once. Vic said it, and I, I was like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, 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 I wasn't mad at it. So. I, was like, I was like, if it was like a like a clothesline or something, or I don't know, you know, what, what is a, fl- a frat line or something? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like uh, backstage segment, Braun Breaker and Ilya Dragunov, they talk about before their, uh, they actually have a match tonight, but it's for the number one contendership to see who faces Hayes at, uh, you know, Great American Bash. Uh, you know, Braun, he calls himself the badass Braun Breaker now. 
and says that uh, Ilya wasn't even on his radar, so it's laughable that he feels like Braun is in his way to get to the title. And he says, I've been leading the way for a while. You've been behind me since the first day you stepped into this company, you know, because he was in UK, not NXT. So says he has no doubts he'll become champion again one day, but reassures it will not be at his expense and vows to break him later tonight on the way to the bash. Ilya says tonight he ends Braun for what he started a month ago, vows he will feel his wrath and fury as his intensity cannot be matched and says it will lead him right past Braun all the way to the bash and to the NXT championship. You know, cool stuff. Uh, Pre-tape vignette, Vaughn, Wagner, and Robert Stone. So last week, I think I told you he put uh, Javi, <laughs> Javi the body through a table. So yep. they're sitting <laughs> in a um, against the apron of a, a, a empty ring at the PC. And uh, Vaughn just says, last week, I got a little carried away, huh? Well, Javi wanted to talk all that crap. Same thing kids would say to me growing up. My parents tried to shield me from it, but they weren't with me in school or on the bus. I was on my own. And they kind of show a photo of him. He says, but when I looked in the mirror, knowing I had a titanium plate keeping my skull together, it's hard not to feel different. I hated going to school, no one to sit with. When we had to pick partners for school projects, everyone would just look in the other direction. So I just said, screw it. If they think I'm a monster, then that's what I'm going to be, to be accepted and to make it through life. I came to NXT so I could be the monster, but I got to say, Stone, last week when I looked up and the people were with me, I didn't know what to do. But for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm being myself. But I have your annoying, irritating, interfering ass uh, to thank for that. And he gives him a handshake and a smile, which, of course, Stone at first doesn't know how to take it because he's not saying anything complimentary. But but it's more of a you push me to get this out. So thanks. I I appreciate you. you. Yeah. In some small token Here's a handshake so I don't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because the way you said it, it sounds exactly like the amount of energy he used to deliver it. So yeah. I was mm-hmm. I, I, I was in the promo. I, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, singles match, Corey Jade uh, and Kalani Jordan. Kalani, again, she's kind of like this gymnast background person we talked about last week. Yeah. She hits that 619-style arm drag again and then continues to showcase her athleticism, I guess. by doing, She does a drop down, but it's like a complete split, you know? Cora, she hits a uh, slingshot uh, foot stomp to her back and uh, that rope trapped running shotgun drop kick a la Dean Ambrose and then continues it by hitting the double arm DDT for the win. Um, I will say Kalani did try to hit what looked like a cartwheel Pele kick, but it looked really bad. Like it looked like she, you know, if you're standing and I, I ran at you, did a cartwheel and then try to do a jumping back elbow, not in the corner, but just at you. That's what it looked like, but it looked like she missed the elbow and like did a Pele kick. But I it, I can't tell if it was on purpose <laughs> or, or she's I, like, oh, I hit nobody. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. I'm going contact, ass over yeah. tea kettle. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that that would be. Uh, I mean, I got a, a funny. I don't want to say funny, but I had an equally kind of awkward botch landing in in uh, in a match. Well, which match? Uh, I did catch most of it last night. Jericho and uh, and and Commander. Yeah, people were popping for that. I was like, yo, he didn't even touch him. No, no, no the people were popping because they were. He didn't face them. His back was to them, so they, oh, couldn't, they didn't. They see couldn't it. see that he, mm. he didn't get it. Got you at all. We got a pre-tape <laughs> segment from last week. I guess it was after the uh, underground match. Basically. Gable's asked what's next for him. He says, you know what, between winning a national title, competing in the Olympics, and wanting to stay in NXT, he has a lot to think about in terms of his future. And then we kind of see there are recruits. uh, This is now live in the the locker room. There are some recruits that are shown watching the underground match on the tablet. Dijak walks in and he goes, let me get this straight. You think just one guy won one underground match, or you think he's the toughest guy here? Give me a break. And then walks off. So it's like clearly that's going to be the next direction for Eddie Thorpe. I mean – 
You just lost your last match. So. I'm saying, and it, I mean, it was a great match, but I was mad he lost, you know. So, fam was wearing a suit when he did it. Word. Uh, number one contenders match Ilya Dragunov uh, against Braun Breaker. Braun has new tights that say badass on the front and Breaker on the back. It's better than what was it? Uh, better than evil or whatever it was. I oh, forgot yeah. what it used to say, but. It's just like, okay, I guess the badass Braun Breaker is now an official moniker. Uh, Braun spends the majority of the match exerting his dominance, which just leans into Ily- uh, Ilya's penchant for pain and resilient spirit. Wasn't it something like that? Meaner than evil or something? Yeah, something yeah, like that, something yeah. Weird. And then, uh, but Breaker spends most of picture-in-picture uh, picture breaking down Dragunov with strikes and power moves. He counters the uh, Constantine special with a released Northern Light suplex. Dragunov actually counters a diving bulldog with a jumping enziguri that hits a pair of German suplexes to Braun, but then Braun hits one of his own just for him to pop up. Up and hit the third one out of pure desperation. Braun hits an awful looking diving bulldog, then calls for the end, but Ilya hits a running DVD into the corner, mm. followed by a coast to coast on a TV. Coast to coast, by the way. Dropkick. Yeah. And uh, shout Sammy RBD. Gavardi used to do that a lot, yeah. too. And a torpedo Moscow for a very near fall. Uh, wow. Braun counters a diving attack by Ilya with a nasty midair spear, but only gets a near fall to a big pop of disbelief. Then attempts a gorilla press power slam, only for Dragunov to counter with a DDT. And then he hits a kneeling powerbomb with a high stack pin. Uh, he escapes that, but he hits the running jumping forearm smash he's been doing. And then another uh, uh, torpedo Moscow for the win. I was so. about to say, if he, kicked, if he kicked out the torpedo Moscow, I mean, what else? Yeah, I mean, the way... Yeah. He hit it. It was it. You could. You just knew it wasn't going to be over the first time. You know. Oh, okay, but the okay. second time, it was just like a stack of power moves that he. I always do. get worried about that. I and mean, they, they got a guy they're working on, and then they'll kick out of someone's finish. I'm like, all right, but what's yeah. that going to do for his finish? Like down the line. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Uh, we get a pre-tape vignette. Baron Corbin says, "Last week I torched my past, burned all my ships, and now I'm the master of my own destiny. The problem is I'm without a compass. And you see him laying in bed in an empty house. There's like visuals of this." dark shadowy you know or, or dark shadowy visuals of like the empty house i just say he says uh, with the ember still smoldering what is my future this house this life it was all built off the echoes of the last eight years from the mm. beginning i've always said that you can't fight fate but now that's exactly what i'm doing and you see him hop in a white uh, mercedes snack box and hit the road uh you see him driving there's like footage. your car yeah <laughs> you see footage being piped in of like former versions of himself you know and he says as i look uh. back i can see something i can see i have nothing in common with those i once portrayed myself to be but now who the hell am i then you see him arrive to the destination and you see 10 or so torches like staked in the ground flames burning he exits the car to get a closer look and you see the back of a hooded figure and he just stares at like a wide-eyed look but i noticed that that hoodie was red mm. so i don't know if that means he's heading towards schism territory or it was just a bad uh coincidence you know or maybe I mean, the fire Made it look red. I don't know. Oh, true. So, I mean, last time we had some hooded guys that were up to no good. That was pretty deadly. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah, bye. Uh, uh, backstage segment, we get Blair Davenport. She just says she has mm. no remorse for brutalizing Roxanne Perez last week. Uh, she says Roxanne was a decorated champ till she arrived. Now, the division is for grown ass women, not fragile little girls. I'm <laughs> sure she'll want another crack at me with a never say, die, uh, never say die attitude, but girls like Roxanne don't beat people like me. And when she comes at me, I will leave her like I did Nikita, Wendy, and Soul all on the shelf for good. Mm. So. Um, she's talking that talk I see yeah definitely and then uh, 
you know, I, just three more uh, matches. We got Tiffany Stratton. She took on Ivy Nile. Uh, we see footage of the Creed's farewell is piped in during Ivy's entrance. Uh, in the crowd, immediately starts to, uh, chanting, "You tapped out" to Tiffany. Very different styles and showcase here, with the chant being more flashy and athletic, and Ivy being more map based and technical. Uh, we see Ivy countering a basement cave-in uh, that she usually does with an innovative uh, calf killer. Is what I could describe it as. She gets the Shelton Benjamin style enziguri as well. That kind of dragon whip. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Actually, okay. pays homage to Julius with a cartwheel wrestling takedown. Stratton tries to pick Ivy up for the Rolling Firemans, but now Ni- uh, actually counters by dropping quickly behind her to lock in that dragon sleeper she does. But Tiffany manages to shove her off hard into the turnbuckle, then hit the Rolling Firemans, followed by the PME, which is so weird to call the prettiest moonsault ever for the win. Post match, she cuts a promo calling the live crowd annoying. For chanting, you know, you tapped out and says, I'm a, I'm the world women's champion. I don't need to explain myself to you peasants. I didn't tap out. I beat the affair in square. And then she kind of just loses her cool and goes, I didn't tap out. Leave me alone. You know, and like, <laughs> right. And then in the back, uh, you see Thea is with Andre Chase. She has no idea what's going on. She's just showing Andre the Kimura technique. And then Duke comes in and fills her in like, man, a crowd is booing her out the building. So they get pumped. And they're like, rematch, rematch. So, you know, you can see where that's probably going somewhere. Okay. Because okay. she did have her to rights. Just uh, yeah, rep, yeah. It's you know? just the fact that now she can't escape what everyone else saw that she's trying to escape now. Like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then later on, Ivy is approached by Schism in the back following her loss. Mm. They're flanked by five or so hooded mass followers. Mm. Black hoods, I should say, not red i gacy teases how they knew I, who they was at right <laughs> gacy teases her for being the lonesome survivor a survivor of diamond mine a once great faction that's all but extinct now but ivy says oh i didn't recognize you joe without your loaded mask from last week he says it couldn't have been me i was ejected from the arena and then the dyad notes take a look around you know there's you know there's uh hooded followers that were there right and they said that the schism tree is blossoming stronger than ever and then ava finishes by saying there's always room for one more and then they all exit so very interesting in that. Uh, and then mm. Stax Lorenzo taking on Joe Coffee. All right. Is to it, add to the is speculation. This, is this the main? No. Uh, the main is is the tag match. Mellow and Trick Game oh, versus yeah, yeah, Judgment yeah, yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So singles match, Stax Lorenzo versus Joe Coffee. To add to speculation, Stax is curiously wearing green velour sweats. Traditionally, the Gallus team colors. I will say that. Hmm. The match is, I'll be honest, hmm. that's a lot of fundamental stuff in the first two or so minutes. Headlocks, drop downs, leapfrogs, shoulder blocks, and then coffee. Or yeah, coffee hits a shoulder block, and you see Stack look up at him, and then coffee audibly says, "You want to be the Don? It's time, it's time. Come on, it's time, it's time." And you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he gets up, walk like does a spin, and willingly walks into all the best for the bells, the discus clothesline by coffee. Oh, right, and so. And I'm tripping like, what Like the? he just sacrificed himself yeah. to make sure that Tony doesn't get out? It, to be the Don. That's what it looks like. Yes. One, two, he kicks out to Gallus' disbelief. Because like, like, why would he do that if he's going to kick yeah. out? Yeah, Stax yeah, yeah. crawls into the corner to regroup, has a smile on his face. Joe berates him audibly saying, we had a deal. Me and you, we had a deal, a handshake. This was a business opportunity. But Stax yells back, I ain't no snitch. And then actually starts fighting. Mm. So they have a, a somewhat good match. At one point, Tony D... Don't ask me how. Somehow calls into Vic. They patch in this call on the PA okay, system. Okay. okay, okay. There's a lot that you guys are asking us to ignore. Yeah, when it comes right. To, like, but but come on. But to ignore it because this is you know you hear this is the pre- prepaid call from 
it's Tony D, Vic, pick up. And it says, all phone calls are subject to recording monitoring. And then, you know, he gets on. Yo, Vic, these Gabones, Gallus thought they could get one over on the D'Angelo family, huh? They took the bait. We got them. Ha <laughs> ha. Come on, Stax. You got this. Drop that rat bastard. And the whole crowd goes nuts. Oh, when they oh they're playing through the through speaker? the P. Through the P. Oh, come on. Yeah, dude. that's what I'm saying. It's hard to, you know. <laughs> well, then again, I guess they, they did it when uh, Vince was trying to give away a million dollars. Right. right? So Vic no. goes, wait, was this all planned? He goes, Stax is family without family. We got nothing. Let's go, Stax. And he hangs up the phone. So then Stax continues to so fight for big, big, big crowd support. For yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He, he continues Smart to fight player. under Wolfgang and uh, Mark Coffee. They use the numbers game to hop on the apron, but and distract him. But Prince, or not Prince, but Price and Nemo walk down the ramp to confront them and start pantomiming the you know belts around the waist like Lucian and Bronco I should say they come down for a second time <laughs> I was like I think he's talking about that tag team from earlier yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't catch your last name yeah <laughs> Joe yells at Stax again about going back on their deal but Stax makes a comeback uses the tag champs to distract the ref as he, he unveils a crowbar hidden at ringside uses it on, on Joe then tosses it to Wolfgang and hits an Eddie G to get the, the champs ejected from the match nice Stax counters another best for the Bell's attempts with a big boot and hits what looks like I would call it a kneeling curb stomp, meaning Coffee is standing but bent over. He goes and hits the traditional curb stomp, like oh, what they, his knee, yeah, right? like yeah, but came down on his knee. I've never I, seen I, that. I, before. I've seen someone. I can't remember who used to do it, but it was like yeah, like the, the curb stomp except it's just the knee. Yeah, yeah so he he uh, hits that for the win, and Tony Tony D's freedom as well. And then on the ramp, you see him use the camera to talk to Tony, oh, saying, "You're coming home." Don, I thought you were gonna I say, and then and then he comes out on the stage. I'm like, no way. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> with one with, with a handcuff still on one hand. He's like, and, I always had the key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he just spits out, the, oh, spits up the. Key out, out of uh, yeah. uh, match announcements. Uh, uh, we got Tony D's homecoming next week. We got a tag <laughs> match between uh, Los Lotharios taking on Dragon Lee. I'm gonna catch and, that and, next uh, week just because of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, taking on Dragon Lee and Nathan Frazier. Uh, that's Los uh, Lotharios, I should say. Yeah, I Gigi Dolan will take on Kiana James again. There was a vignette where Gigi kind of explained. I guess Kiana, the whole thing is Kiana used to be like Gigi, colored hair and mm. part, you not party, but just kind of be more rock and roll and then became more professional. So I guess the whole thing is you hate me for what you used to be because I'm still comfortable being that you know mm. and you felt like you had to change kind of thing mm. and then uh, we do have Dom taking on Wesley for the North American Championship but uh, main event man uh, I'm gonna try to go get through this as fast as I can Mellow and Trick Gang versus Judgment Day Hayes noticeably keeps his eyes on Damon's briefcase as the match begins. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, man. No one's ever done that before, huh? Not yet, no. Uh, Judgment Day uses uh, quick tags and experience to take charge of Trick Williams very early on until Mello gets the tag and takes out Finn and Priest with some uh, good double-team action. Uh, we see a kick combo from Judgment Day where it curiously ends with Finn doing a like an axe kick, uh, like a Booker T axe kick. I think I've seen him do that on Raw the other day. Yeah, I was, I was, and I was like, you kind of sm- like not, not not to be that guy, but it's more impressive when you're tall and do it, right? Like, yeah, like, like, I, I would say six, so. Four, six, it, it looks more agile, right? Yeah. So, but it was followed by this shout out the pen- Shogun. pendulum backbreaker <laughs> running leg drop combo by uh, mm. where Priest did the leg drop, and as soon as he hit it, Undertaker chance hit because he looked like mm. Undertaker the way he did it. You know, mm. uh, Trick immediately takes a fight to Damian with a rebound flapjack, an awkward looking McGilla cutter. Yes, I said it, and an Eddie Gordo style enziguri. Oh, that running neck yeah. Break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Finn hits a sling blade and shotgun drop kick, then goes for coup de gras, but Melo rolls out the way and bounces back with that springboard clothesline he does. Melo counters the south of heaven with a wheelbarrow stunner. Never seen him hit hit that move before, but it was interesting mm. how he did it. But Priest responds. 
Oh, with he, a, he went to lift him up and he spun his body. Yeah, okay, okay. exactly. And then uh, Priest responds with a cyclone roundhouse kick. Mm. You know, the one he did, like mm. his version of the Trouble in Paradise, basically, except mm. he stands. And then he does a headlock driver, which I've never seen him do, before Trick breaks the pin but pays for it with a razor's edge to the corner of the commentary table. Uh, Ooh, yeah. corner? Yeah, it, you could tell he thought the weight was gonna make the table drop, oh, but it did not. But like the, I'm, I'm like yeah. the point, the corner. Kinda, like, yeah. Uh. Melo manages to catch Priest with a super kick, the first 48 in a tilt world face buster. When Dom grabs a steel chair and mm. repeatedly tries to enter the ring uh, to distract the ref per instruction by Rhea. While that's happening, she tosses the money in the bank case to Priest behind the ref's back. But before he goes to go uh, to swing it, Ilya Dragunov is now run down, jumped on the apron and grabbed the, the like prevented him from using it. Um, but uh, Hayes has no idea he's there. So he starts charging Priest from behind. Priest sees him, sidesteps. He crashes into Ilya, uh, okay. turns around, gets hit with the South of Heaven, then tags Finn in to hit Coup de Gras for the win. And then after that, you see Ilya and Melo kind of arguing about getting in each other's way as Judgment Day celebrate the win on the ramp to end the I mean, show. it's good to hear that Judgment Day were on the same page. Yeah, 100%. They've been, they've been teasing the, all, all this other stuff with Jordan Day yeah. and this stuff. But, Literally, someone said the other day, uh, remember J.D. McDonough? <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm harsh, dude. I mean, I, w- I just had to remember that Dragon Lee's on the show because you brought him up uh, yeah, momentarily. Bro. Well, you know he, I mean? he's just been chasing that Heritage Cup, and it hasn't fetched so many results. So. How did uh, Finn and, and, and uh, Mello look, look in the ring together? Pretty I cool? I mean, pretty good. I mean, they, they've they've had a couple's uh, laps, you know, yeah, in that yeah. pool, I guess, if you if you want to say it that way. Like, you know, I know they, they face each other in Raw, but honestly, it was That's really, right. it was a really right. cool, yeah, like, yeah. Present, I don't know, past and present kind of thing, you know, or yeah. present and future type of. I mean, they don't do that showcase. enough. I mean, yeah. they've been doing it more now. Seth coming back, and yeah. Everyone else coming mm-hmm. back, kind of so. like you know, taking on the new school. So yeah, that's yeah. what's up, man. But yeah, that was NXT for uh, on my side. All so, right, sorry if that ran a little long. No, no, you good, man. I mean, including the intro, we 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 just under thirty minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we good. So let me just uh, get my legs out from under me and start this little uh, marathon. Yeah. A.W. Dynamite. First of all, let me just say that uh, CM Punk did beat uh, Samoa Joe yeah. to move on to the finals for the Owen Hart Cup Men's Tournament. I had to say it like that because yeah. if not, I'm going to mix it up. Yep. And then I believe, oh, uh, Nightingale and Athena, they're going to be, there's a yeah, pushback to, to actually tonight for Rampage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the winner will face Ruby on Saturday, I believe. In the yeah. yeah so. I mean, it depends on if you're going to stick this, around and I watch mean, Battle of the Belts. And yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's I don't know about that, but Collision definitely has a pretty good card. But they I do. was mad to find out that the TNT Championship match is on Battle of the Belts. I thought I was hoping to be yeah. a Collision. No, it's on Battle. I mean, no. that's the only match for Battle of the Belts that they announced. Was that but stupid? Yeah. Anyway, we open up with Chris Jer- Jericho versus uh, Commander. Mm-hmm. I got to say it that way because that's yeah. or else I get you know. Yeah. Excalibur's in the DMs we, right we now. We got to get the clips. Got to get the clicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho t- uh, he takes a little bit of a turn away from his attitude last week. Plays up a little bit more at heel as he starts the match by pie facing Commander. Uh, Commander not backing down though at all. Uh, taking a fight to Jericho, including a springboard dragon Rana. Hello, early dude. I was uh, like, "What are you doing? That, that, <laughs> like, where do you go I mean, from there?" The whole time though, I was looking at what Commander was doing. I'm like, "Oh, are you letting? Are you just telling him what he's about to do? Like, he, he's gonna do a combination that ends in a simple move, like an arm drag. Like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. be there to either flat back or just just catch me, or dude. Just, or, yeah, I'm yeah. an arm drag. You should just roll with it mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. I was, yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, it was pretty dope to see them, you know, kind of uh, uh, mix it up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Running corkscrew tope to the outside was crazy. Yeah. Um, 
That was Jericho pulled too. out. I enjoyed the old school stuff that Jericho was pulling out. The, the cocky pin, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he had a brain buster, but then uh, he even dug deeper in his bag. Double power bomb. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, there. I did. I mean, that Dude, second he, one was very um, jackknife. Yeah, straight up. Uh, he let go like, get, the, get the fuck up out yeah. of my face. That's for you, road dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you're on the shelf, bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Commander did hit the Roblox shooting star press, followed with the Roblox Spaceman plancha as well. Dan, you were talking about this earlier. You kind of botched that that springboard Phoenix Splash, which I'm like, he's the only one I've seen that does it like how they have it in the game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but, I, I don't know what happened. It just yeah, seemed I don't like, know, did, I don't like, know did if you, you land on your knees? This is, I, I was like, I don't know if Jericho was in the position, which I doubt. Um, yeah, they never or, showed it again. Or Commander misjudged the distance because he, when he did the rotation, you could tell he wasn't going to land on nobody. Yeah. So he tried to like low-key land at the last minute and like, Again, because his back is to the crowd, they thought he landed. Yeah, it. yeah, hundred percent. He totally misses him. Goes for the pin and the rev, and then he's selling the, the, the this impact by oh two point five count. Yeah. Oh and then, yeah, and yeah. After the fact, you got <laughs> you got two different frames of thought. Oh, I, I think uh, I think he caught some boots to the face. I'm like, no, he didn't, Taz. No, no, no. And then then you got <laughs> then you got Excalibur. I mean, if he would have got that clean, no <laughs> doubt, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he didn't get any. Yeah, of you it. got two opposing rules of thought there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but and then right after that, he caught him with the he tried or tried to catch him with the the code breaker up the top, which was kind of ugly yeah, also, as well. Yeah, and it's crazy because he's been hitting some good mid air code breakers yeah, he, coming to AEW. Some, he's been having some good matches to mm, be honest. Like, yeah, I mean this one sucked. I don't want to say it sucked, but it, it wasn't um, on the higher end. Yeah, I it, mean I was excited for it. Like, yeah, I, like, I enjoyed his match. I think it was a Bandito about a month yeah, ago. Yeah, definitely. And we know what else I liked is how they kept liking in liking likening the match. Oh, to, they were talking about the the, the cruiserweight. Yeah, right? and, yeah, and even Demon Lincoln was part of that. Hey, and I was I like, man, they, I, there you go. I think Pay. they said every name but Eddie Guerrero because I don't know if Vicky works there anymore. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they were like, uh, and Ray Mysterio. They could say yeah, yeah, Mysterio. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, there's other guys. Are you going to say El Dandy or next or what's going on? Yeah. Silver King? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jericho taps him out, Lion Tamer. I've been loving him bringing back the Lion Tamer lately yeah. as well, too. Uh, post-match, Don Callis comes out and Shivani really says the words. Let me say the name Don Callis again, but Tui. Yeah. I was like, come on, fam. Yeah. Uh, Callus with some nostalgic footage of himself with the young Lionheart Jericho in a faction with the late great Bad News Allen. Uh, Bad News Brown to those who knew him in WWE. Exactly. In I, case I figured, you guys don't know. I figured, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm like, he's, he's calling him by his, his shoe last week. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, so. he was known as Allen back then in oh, Canada okay. or Stampede uh, or wherever they were. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they always changed something. Like, they, they fucked. Was it, was it Don Morocco? No, not Don Morocco. They fucked somebody. Yeah. Know? Anyways. Fucked on me. Uh, <laughs> he tugs on the hard strings of Jericho going as far as to say that, you know, Allen is in heaven smiling down on both of us. But just the possibility of you joining the Callus family and brings up some promise they supposedly made and how they didn't bring, you know, you know, if you think about it, we haven't been keeping our promise about mm-hmm. sticking together. And I was like, oh, yeah, it, it, it was some uh, top tier manipulation. By, yeah. by by Callus, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, he knew he had to crank it up from last week. I don't believe Jericho's taking it for a second, but we'll see what hell this goes. But yeah, we got this uh, short, but you know, whatever. Jungle Boy parking lot segment. I mean, he's in the parking Bro, lot. I had to run that back to understand what happened. I was like, yeah, they they, they picked the wrong side to film. Yeah, on. I was like, did he run? And that's what he did, right? He he. Got out the yeah, my bad. I don't want to so, step so all over. Basically, yeah, yeah. He, he's in the car refusing to get out. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not getting out due to unsafe working uh, uh, conditions. I'm like, all right, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the glasses and the hair and a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm down. You know. Um, and I like the angle of him saying, that. "I go, oh, okay. okay." Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. Um, but then like you just hear like 
what sounds like someone is like trying to get in the car on the other side, and you hear him just kind of like freak out, like oh oh shit. I'm thinking maybe he's just spooked. Yeah. But then you see him <laughs> jump out, and then you're just the trying damn to damn child lock. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what he did say. Yeah. And then he was trying to get out, and then he runs around, and then comes like he runs around the car. You see, oh no, a Hook grabs him and then he elbows him. Yeah. But he has the hood on, so you're like, I think that's Hook. Yeah. It could be anybody with yeah, a wig and a hood yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and then he elbows him and then he takes off, but then he, he manages to jump in the driver's side and take off in the car. See, like, this was- is what it looked like to me, was he got out the car and then Hook had a problem getting out because he didn't realize it was child lock. And then when he went to unlock it, it looked like he got shoved out from behind, like uh, Jungle Boy went, yeah, ran yeah. around through the same door Hook got in from. Oh, That's okay. what it looked like, but it just wasn't well shot. But I did like how he got up. It was just kind of like, like, keep running, Perry. Yeah, no, I love that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was dope. Uh, we had the Adam Cole MJF bonding sesh. Um, not as good as last week. Still all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, they were drinking at a bar. They see four girls, you know. <laughs> I mean, you saw this, right? I yeah, mean, my it, math does me. It's two for each. Hey, hey four. <laughs> That's two for me and two for you. Two, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I can I can yeah, take yeah. care of these cameras. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, get it, dude. Totally. I was like, dude, you're such a rat bag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, but uh, I, I mean, it was cool because after this, you know, what better way to promote your new video game? Yeah. Um, than to have you know the guy who who despises video games, even though he's played them and and has talked about playing them, against the guy who proudly plays them as an adult and streams about it. Um, me being included, Adam Cole. It's and funny too. When the, he the said smooth, only huh? if we can do what something I, I want to do, do. Yeah. I go I literally think what is he going to do play video games? And yeah. I did not expect that to be the next scene at all. And I, actually I thought it was more effective it was, than it was genius, where they could have gone. Yeah. I mean based on what they're I mean I don't know what the sales are looking like, but that was a good way of doing that. Yeah. People, a lot they, of people didn't agree, they, but they, yeah, they, I, they I mess agree. with Cole. They mess with Cole because of his gaming and his streaming as yeah. well, not just with wrestling. So mm-hmm. um, and the party. I mean I, I can see where it comes off a little disingenuous. Yeah, I was going to say and mm-hmm. the party as well. You know, this is uh, Ch- uh Chucks Chugs, yeah. Chugs, yeah. And we're, um, th- we're talking Twitch speak, y'all. Did you, 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 did you see, by the way, he was doing a stream and, and, and MDF called him during the stream and he and he kept trying to talk to him. He was like, hey, uh, I, I, I separate wrestling from my streaming, man. I, I, I'll call you later. He's like, yeah, 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 no, for sure. But uh, what do you think about that double clothes? I'm like, Max. <laughs> I, I got He's like, I'm streaming. He's like, wait, 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 by the way, what are you streaming? You're not like doing like video games or something dorky like that, right? He's like, I gotta go, Max. It just hangs the phone up, and it was, but it was so. I don't, I'm surprised they didn't show it. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. Um, yeah. But yeah, they showed them playing, and then of course there was that whole thing again. You got to take it with a grain of salt. He's like, man, I didn't realize how fun this is when you're playing with other people. And he's like, what? You never played a multiplayer game before? And he's like, oh, kind of need friends to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. that was good. This whole thing, yeah, it was masterful. It was. That was it good. Was, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I still think uh, Cole's jobbing him out. I still think something's going on because he did press pause and was like. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie. I was about to take you out. And yeah, this and this, but um, we'll get more in their match because yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, like I, I, I have to just come to to terms with the fact that the blind eliminator uh, tag team <laughs> tournament it must have its own rules, and the fact that it's blind must mean like we just we're just gonna keep announcing teams. Yeah. as the rounds go. Yeah, because it, it's it makes like, no sense how yeah. their semis are now semis. Well, it's because you know what I mean? yeah, like, it, that's what I thought was weird. It's weird to see a a tournament. Only continue and no brackets. At, yeah, with no bra- like the brackets are picked live, and it's like, and you guys are facing, or it's like, this is a team this week, and then next week, this is another team, and you know what, you guys are fighting tonight. It's like no it, preparation, not, and I get, I guess if you're trying to push the whole blind aspect of it, but it's not well executed at all. No, nah, I, I don't, I don't. And even last night, I heard him say the the tag team championship 
blind eliminator. And I'm like, it's not even for the titles. It's for a shot at the titles. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to see none of these teams go for the titles there in this fucking tournament. I mean, the, 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 I don't know. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. Let, let, let me get into this, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first semi. Darby Allen, Orange Cassie versus uh, Danny Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy and Orange start the match, go tit for tat, ending in a stalemate with Sammy going for the standing shooting star but landing on his feet, and then Orange also keeping up uh, on his feet as well. Uh, Garcia runs in and takes out Orange from behind, though, as Sammy looks super unamused mm. as Garcia hits his dance, and I love the dance. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm. <laughs> Darby uh, tags in, takes uh, Garcia out as uh, he and Sammy share a brief handshake before locking up. Uh, Garcia keeps cheating, though, as he hits Darby with a knee to the lower back when he goes off the ropes. So Darby bounces back, takes him out with a torpedo coffin press, uh, and uh, goes, yeah, he for, does. Yeah, goes for the springboard arm drag he usually does off the ropes, but Garcia is there to knock him off to make him crash and burn. Yeah, that's an uh, interesting way. I've never seen someone do that bump on a rope versus the corner. I, I Yeah, like, oh, that's, like that, that's total, that, that that's total Jeff Hardy. Yeah, 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 the yeah. whole hung up in the, oh, I tried for I tried for the whisper in the wind, but I got tangled up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy again not amused at the interference. Garcia tags himself in hard and yeah, isolates dog. Darby before picture in picture. Uh, we see more moments of Garcia just tagging himself in, but uh, some miscommunication as Garcia accidentally takes out uh, Sammy off the apron. More back and forth action before Prince Nana comes down for some reason. Uh, grabs Darby's skateboard and hands it to Danny Garcia and tells him to hit uh, Orange over the head with it which distracts uh, Darby momentarily and the ref for Swerve to come out of nowhere and hit the house call. On the apron, too. Dude, like, there's nothing he can't hit, bro. Bro, like, bro. Like, this is, the way he did that, landed Swerve, and kept moving and jumped and to, over dude, the guardrail was so it, fucking smooth. It reminded me of like that that uh, that real world, uh, the Mad World uh, bit from uh, the Mad Real World from Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. where he fucking shanks that dude, oh, drops just the keeps, shank, and then hops back over and the just, sofa. Yeah, it's just like, one continuous month. Yeah, man. <laughs> nah, it just as sneaky too. No, nah, Swerve is easily one of my favorites. He's uh, very yeah. Right they need, now, they need, I mean, he's been, more. but yeah, he man, he he's he's killing right, and he don't need a title. He, no. I would love to see him with I one, mean, but he, he's I been doing good. I still think it's a shame he did not win that international strap, but you yeah, know, that's, he, that's discussion. He's sewing in, the, yeah. But yeah, he gets at the hell out of Dodge. Sammy hits the GTH for the win, and they move on to the semis. Man. Yeah, and he uh, does to the finals. Actually. I did notice he shook Darby's hand too. Yeah. Um, then we got the the next semifinals match, which is Big Cat or Big Cat, I wrote Big Cat, Big Bill, sorry, yeah. Brian Cage versus MJF and uh, Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. Of course, we get another duo entrance with MJF and Cole this time, with MJF hitting a drum solo before the boom. Dude, uh, yeah. Cole even wore the shirt this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF starts the match off calling for a body slam on Big Bill, but of course doesn't get him, uh, can't get him up, and immediately tags out the Cole. Uh, Cole and Cage uh, in now, and they don't even, like, lock up. As Cage just hits a few push-ups and flexes. Yeah. Cole does 10 push-ups of his own, then tags in MJF, who calls out Big Bill again for another body slam, and again fails. Uh, tricks MJF into doing push-ups, like Cole acting like, oh, you don't let your boy out. I'll shine. shine you. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, dude, what? And then, then again, I was like, this is why he, he got that degree. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. big guy. Big smarts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Him versus Luchasaurus. Book it. You oh, well, know? The only thing I'll say is uh, two things. Don't like his music ever. It's I, I, weird I, it because does like, not it, match it, him it, at all. It doesn't matter. I don't know if he got it because of, uh, uh, you the know, firm. he was tagging yeah, with the firm. But then I don't, I don't know. They, they were talking like, oh, he might be part of the, you know, he might be getting scouted for the uh, affiliates. Uh, I'm like, hey, those two as a team. Yeah. Was, it, it, yeah. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. he's got the other three. Or the other two with Gates of Agony, but I mean, yeah. just even have. But and it's the like, other thing hey, was, I, I thought tubes. it was weird that uh, MGF. They never brought up the fact MGF paid 
him the, to the, come not in. Not only that, they never paid. Uh, brought the fact that he paid Brian Cage to break uh, Brian Danielson's arm back when he was feeding with Daniel Brian. Dan- he gave him money and slapped him in the face and said, and he he like yoked him. He's like, that's what I want from you, and walked off. Mm. So he's done business. I with do both remember these that. Yeah, before, yeah. You know so I mean? they had, that was, yeah they didn't touch any of that. That's interesting. Nah, okay. which is weird, but. Yeah, he ends up stomping on, on MGF on the floor anyways. Hits Cole off the apron before going into picture-in-picture. Uh, picture. He gets dominated throughout the break. Uh, MGF, I mean, it's, it's weird to see him fighting from under. It was yeah, really yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, at least this week it made more sense than Menard. And, that's and, true. I mean, Butch, you get, No, no, you're you absolutely get, right. But yeah. Because you know. he's a big-ass dude. Yeah, because that's all I thought about was, like, yeah. this makes more sense. These yeah. guys are far smaller than these Yeah, dudes, no, so. I mean, he tries for the body slam again, but Cage and Bill double-team him for a bit. Bill rips off the team's shirt. Off MJF wipes his ass with it. It's mm-hmm. Cole is in the background looking pissed mm-hmm. on the apron. Surprisingly, MJF is livid as well. Finally gets the big body slam on Big Bill for the big pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF fights to get the, the tag into Cole as he finally gets an eye poke in on Brian Cage to so another big pop. Yeah. Hot tag. Cole lights up Cage with two pump kicks before going for the super kick. Cage catches the boot, then a little another eye poke in, in his eye. I was like, I, I mean, if that's me and I got I poked in the eye twice, I got to take a timeout. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it. Crowd pops for it again. Got a third pump kick. He was, he was crushing them with these pumps. Yeah, kicks, yeah, he bro. was on. Yeah, that first one he hit was. Yeah, I was like, like on Brian. I was like, yo, I was like, that was that was, was like, city right not, there. Not, not, he is yeah. not afraid of this. He's nah. going head up. Mm-hmm. MGF calls for the tag to hit the double clothesline as <laughs> the crowd starts chanting for it now. Uh, Cole and MGF hit on, uh, tried to hit it on Cage, but Big Bill hits his own double clothesline, taking out both guys. Bill tries for the double choke slam. They hit uh, the the double super kicks. Um, and they're able to take him out. Uh, then they turn around to another double clothesline, which I was like, same thing. Like I hit with two double clotheslines with two yeah. big-ass dudes. I mean, mm-hmm. needing a timeout. Yep. But, uh, then One he after take, the other. Especially, and then he takes them both out with a fall-away uh, slam, Simone drop combo. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, I thought I was worried for, for Cole. I was. I, well, I, I was worried about the double clotheslines from mm-hmm. both guys, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, and, and then when he went for the choke slam, I'm like, please don't get it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Cole and MJF win, though, after Mac, uh, Max hits the Heat Seeker. That's what it's called, right? The yeah. Heat Seeker. Mm-hmm. And Cole follows up with the drop the boom as they uh, go on the face. Uh, Sammy and Danny uh, Gar- Garcia, I should say, in the finals for the tag uh, tournament. That should and, be um, interesting. Yeah. Because MJF just faced Sammy during that Pillars four-way, and then uh, I, think, I believe Garcia was Cole's first match uh, or his debut match. When he came back. And that's the whole reason that that that, uh, that Jericho, Jericho yeah, 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 you're right. Mm-hmm. So I got see. I was wondering what they were gonna do with that. Um, Post match, masks, uh, masks, match. Max asks for the microphone again, asking Saskatoon about the devil worshippers in the house. To whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam Cole does. The, he tells Adam Cole to do the thing, and he does the thing. Yeah, now uh, do the thing as a chant. Yeah, that and double clothesline mm-hmm. is a chant too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask who's ready for story time. As uh, he basically just says, he never thought of him and uh, MJF teaming up would work. They've been doing good, but vows, uh, vows that they're going to win the finals uh, June or June, July 29th, which I was like, why? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Should have just done it at Battle of the Belts. It's uh, just the day after, uh, you know, Winter Circle Pros uh, paid in full. Yeah. Live. Chino, California. I don't know. They don't stand Two a chance. Two Fridays from it. now. They don't stand a chance against LA. Counter program. Oh, uh, yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, they, they pretty much say that they're going to win the tag team championships as long as they stay on the same page. Uh, then they end the promo hitting the. I'm better than you, baby, catchphrase. Yes. I, I guess it's a catchphrase. Yeah. It's two weeks in it's a row. On, it's on a t-shirt. Or I guess three weeks in a row, and it's on a t-shirt. You're mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah, I forgot that they, they plugged the shirt as well. It's like I forgot to say earlier, Finn uh, called uh, Damian Priest Senor Money in the Bank, and I was like, that's a weird no, no, name. That, no, and then, he, then they pan called. out, and there's a shirt he's wearing that says Senor. No, he, he called <laughs> yeah, himself but, that. But yeah, I yeah. had no idea, so I was like, oh. 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're like, that's it's the okay Mr. If you money. Says it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you came up with it, I don't I would know. I was like, Senor, Daddy, what's up with your vocab tonight, bro? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you out here, house rules. <laughs> I was like, you, you on, oh, you on 10. That's anyway, funny. my bad. Uh, we did get another uh, little Jericho segment backstage. Dude, um, this is good. Yeah, Renee was there with uh, Jake Hager outside the locker room, or his locker room, I should say. Mm-hmm. I should have been their locker room. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, asked for any updates on the Jericho situation as far as considering Don Callis' offer of joining the stable. Hager isn't too sure uh, about what's going on, but he walks into the locker room and asks him pretty much just what's up and what happened between him and Don Callis earlier in the night. Uh, Jake talks about saving his life 10 years ago in Abu Dhabi, which I was supposed to look up and I forgot because hmm. I don't know what that's about. It's a, it's a well-known story. I just forgot all the details. To be so well-known? Yeah. We so, just know. It was, I think, during the first time they went out there for a um, – it might be a tribute okay. to the troops or something oh, like that. That's because I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, those blood money shows. And yeah, he was then. not doing that. <laughs> Definitely mm-hmm. couldn't have done that mm-hmm. while while we were doing the little across the border. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> real. Zeb Coulter, that's the callback, Dutchman. Yeah, I was there just gonna say, like that wouldn't have worked well for sure. Oh man, uh, but uh, Jake, yeah, he talks about saving his life ten years ago in Abu Dhabi and how Jericho brought him uh, into AEW four years ago, but also talks about how he left behind an undefeated fight record to join him and has mm-hmm. been by his side in AEW since day one. Which you know, facts. Mm-hmm. Then you see him take off the beloved bucket hat to kind of show how serious he is, and tells him, "Look, I get it. You're Jericho. You have a lot of things going on. But look, until you can be straight with me about Don Callis, I can't give you a hundred. Which I was like, I ain't never heard no one say that before. Mm-hmm. And gives up the bucket hat and to, you know to Jericho and walks off. And Jericho's like, "Oh shit, I better text him. Let him know. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just this is serious. I better text him and say, just let me cook. I got something popping." Don, I know. I need to know if this is an actual offer. He just gave me his bucket hat. Damn it! I need to know. <laughs> things are fucking. Things are going around. I don't about, know. I better work on a plus one for Hager. No. <laughs> it's like, what's up? Is down. Mm-hmm. Cats and dogs mm-hmm. living together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get Ruby. This is a good match, dog. Ruby, yeah, it was. But um, yeah. Ruby Soho versus Sky Blue, semifinals for the uh, Owen Hart Cup Women's Tournament. Thank you. Uh, we've good. seen this match before, mm-hmm. meaning we've seen the same formula involving the outcasts against various different women. Ruby taking shortcuts while her outcast counterparts get involved uh, as much as possible, uh, either at ringside or behind the ref's back. This time, though, the ref caught them throwing Sky Blue knee first into the ring Bruh, steps. That was like blatant as hell. I, I remember thinking, um, like, um, if they don't throw her out, I mean, they, they, they say that it's in front of the ref, Yeah, too, I so. was like, I'm going to have to call this whole shit out I mean, tomorrow. he took, Stefan took a long time, though, mm-hmm, I don't lie. Mm-hmm. He was like, did I just see, the math is mathing, but I need to compute. Yeah, 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 word, word. Uh, he need to update the uh, <laughs> Equal one time, baby. <laughs> he need to update the software, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, th- he throws him out the match. Um, and this is like about halfway through the match when this happens, too. Uh, Ruby continues to work on her leg, though, through the rest of the match because her, her knee is still bothering her, obviously, mm-hmm. from getting thrown to the, to the uh, steps. Uh, Blue has plenty of shades of fight in her uh, with support from the crowd. That, that she switches legs constantly throughout Ooh. the match. She sells, is it her fault or is it is it Ruby? What, ha- what happens? Picking is, the wrong legs. It might. It may. That might be what it is. I think Ruby does something where, you know what? It, no, no, no. She she does a somersault and then when she goes to plant her foot, she sells the wrong foot, the the wrong leg. Uh, Sky does, but they get back on track. I mean, why? Because she hopped on. A different leg, you know, because if yeah. you're hopping on one leg, you're not gonna. Well, hop because on the she one went for the she went for the what's her move the uh, code blue. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it I, turned into yeah. yeah I, I, and so yeah, but, yeah, but you I'm, know but I'm saying if you jump, 
and you go, ah, ah, this would be your hurt foot, not the No, one but she was whole. I saw her actually put her hands on her other leg. No, nah, she was doing the so. hands on your knees. Oh, man. there you go. There yeah, you go. Shout okay. Out, yeah, uh, she was in school, baby. Got, got to get down dirty for sure. But uh, all I'll say is, um, like I said, she had plenty of shades of fight, some, you know, obviously some support with the crowd. But Ruby just kept outsmarting her, outsmarting her every time she was trying to put together some offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hits the uh, the hurt zone head. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, it goes for a top rope move, but Ruby uh, cuts her off and pulls her off the top rope into the uh, no future kick for the win. Yeah, it was a pretty instinct. I don't think I've seen her do that. I, I, I'm going to say right now, I, I see what started to happen organically with Sky Blue, but they need to wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And give her new music because that music is boring as fuck yeah, for someone is. that's supposed to be yeah they need to a complete, homegrown yeah they yeah, need to complete the package because no one's excited when they hear that music because they don't know who it is exactly you know what I mean it doesn't hit yeah nah. so speaking of don't hit don't waste your time watching the Harley Cameron music video next I don't know if she wrote that or not I will say it ex- I, I know it, she it definitely because go Shady through. wrote it again who she she literally quoted the same. Oh, rap guy I, I, shit. Yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. I, I did, like, I did notice that, but this is what I did notice too: was she, she did change a few of the words, but it's clearly Slim Shady on that. But part. she says it again. I quoted Shady, yeah. like everything she said a cappella that first promo where she's all of a sudden a rapper. She just literally said it on that beat. I didn't realize. Okay, so I, I just saw the part of that segment where she tried to come on to Bowens. So it's probably well, condensed if you notice version. the whole thing is she's rhyming. Oh, I didn't. Saying, oh, yes. God, I didn't even realize that. Okay, yeah. I just saw more of the part. Yeah, of, I quoted yeah, Shady. If you, don't... you should get with this lady. Gotta, uh, yeah, yeah. All this oh, she did. Okay, gotcha, yeah. So gotcha. yeah, she she was like trying to do like like mm. listen. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like I could already tell was climbing the charts. <laughs> I was like, you don't know what to look for. And then and then the other thing was like, so I guess uh, what's his name? Um, What's our boy's name? Solo. Aaron, Aaron Solo has Banaka now. I didn't. I didn't know that was. A thing. I guess that's his thing. Or yeah. did? Or was it a thing when they needed it to rhyme? I don't know. True. Um, we did get swerve. Swerve, swerve, swerve. swerve. I love Prince Nano's energy when he comes out and he's like <laughs> waiting for the song to start. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he slowly comes out with the with the the hood mask on. Swerve but just knows. Swerve versus Nick Wayne, man. Uh, we we did get it was another a fun match. I I have some notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got another vignette on Wayne earlier in the night. This commentary talks up their history on the independent scene and Defy Wrestling, which I was like wondering because they first it just said Seattle, and then I was like, come yeah. on, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all be letting them go out there. Y'all should might as well. Yeah, we're. Well. Uh, but yeah, they go back and forth trading holes and counters early with Swerve showing us his wily uh, veteran skills, but Wayne also showing that he can hang uh, even psych him out at, at times. Uh, Wayne was able to hit a Hurricane Rana and Swerve from the apron to the floor before mm. picture in picture. Of course, they show Wayne's mom in the front row as Swerve uh, takes him over to his mom and hits a big chop across the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, another point, Swerve hits a uh, basement super kick uh, that makes uh, it, it pretty much the momentum of the kick sends him through the ropes. Mm-hmm. But then he like he's hanging upside down like by the bottom rope with his feet underneath. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he fucking just run. With Swerve just hits yeah, a, a hanging neck breaker onto the floor. I was like. Yeah, fuck this kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, honestly, that's how it felt. It was like, this is the swerve I'm trying to see on the weekend. Well, and, and they were talking, I guess they they have a win at peace against each other is what they were saying, too. Mm. So, uh, Wayne uh, able to fight back, though. Yeah, they did say that, yeah. Uh, okay. With a handspring stunner that he, like, he he totally hid, but then they were trying to make it, make it sound like he, make it look like he he like held uh, him in place. Like, blocked it, yeah, yeah and he, then tried to. He, yeah, but then he, he turned into a sheer knee. Yeah, or, a little or, slice or, bread, or Slice bread, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, I no, no, totally, that was that was a good pronunciation. I'm though. totally butchered. Like sure, mm. no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, close sorry, fall that's though. Like, that's not, yeah. or, was it ur- urinage? Yeah. <laughs> Before we knew it was urinage. Yeah. Well, what the hell is a urin- <laughs> urin- 
Lamagastral. Yeah, yeah. Lamagastral. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but anyways, Wayne tries for the Wayne's World, which is a springboard cutter out of the corner. Uh, but Swerve catches him on his back, torture rack style, hits two back-to-back rack backbreakers. I was like, God mm-hmm. damn. Darby Allen comes back down to cheer on Wayne now. Uh, as Wayne hits the poison run, a big poison run off the top rope, follows with the Wayne's World, but Swerve uh, is able to get his foot on the ropes, which uh, I knew he was going to do, and I was waiting for it. because uh, It was well I, done, I, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, no, no, but no, no I don't mean it in a bad way. I yeah, was like... Yeah. I know he's gonna do this good, and mm-hmm. then it's like, and then just to deflate the crowd. I'm like, this was awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Wayne tries for the top rope, Hurricane Rana from the tippy tippy top with mm-hmm. both guys standing on the ropes. Swerve counters in midair with basically like a dead drop power bomb, dude. Like, yeah. From that height, I was like, yeah, just pin him, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe hit the stomp. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's over. Uh, but he hits a clean ass house call after that for a near fall, and I'm like, that should have been the finish, mm-hmm. bro. Uh, Swerve then gets the victory uh, after the stomp on uh, on Wayne's shoulder. Kind of, I, I don't know, like yeah. he kind of arm trapped it, and then uh, he hits the JML driver for the win. But again, I'm like, dude, you should have just done the <laughs> yeah the house cut. That shit was clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I'll say is uh, about the matches, you could tell Nick Wayne is still getting acclimated from working indie style to wrestling on TV. Yeah, uh, there were some transitions and movements that just weren't so fluid. Yeah, for was, TV, and I felt like he was trying to find the TV, the camera a lot. There was well. that, and, and I think I, what I did is I I kind of chalked it up to him probably being used to like an indie crowd that's you know they either cares a little less mm-hmm. or or they're a little bit more forgiving on stuff like that. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So or maybe it was just nerves, but I don't know. I mean the kid's eighteen, but he's wrestled some I mean they were talking about the, the other names he's wrestled before even turning eighteen and coming to AEW. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know man. But uh who knows? Uh good debut though. The the crowd definitely into it, uh which is more than I could say when it comes to like other guys like like a Matt Seidel or even like newer, like an Action Andretti. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know it's funny you said that because I felt his tights look too similar to Action Andretti's but uh, that aside, yeah, I, I thought it was a, it was a good. I mean, he kind of had a main event. Hmm. If you think about it, it was it was the last match of the night. It just wasn't what ended the show. Yeah, you're right. And then they were mm-hmm. they were promoting it for over an hour and a half. And, and since last week, really. Yeah. And so, got yeah. your mom on TV too. Got yeah, your little, nice, nice little. Nice little. Your mom, now your mama got a sad card. This is crazy. I was about to say this nice little good. nice little payday, yeah. little trip to Canada. Both, both y'all going and going to uh, mm-hmm. get to the pay window. Get it. Yeah. Uh, but here are the announced matches, man. Um, for the week, there's a lot. Let me just get through it. Athena versus Willow Nightingale for the Owen Hart semifinal match. That's on Rampage. This is all Rampage right now. We hear mm-hmm. from Dark Order as well. Lance Archer is back. He's going to be facing Trent Beretta as they showed some uh, Rev Pro and uh, New Japan Pro footage of Archer, mm-hmm. which I was like, where the fuck you been? But yeah. I did see Roberts was with him, so hopefully hoping to see him. Yeah, you know love I mean? to see I'll, that. Always, yeah. always, I heard he's been doing better since last mm-hmm. last we heard. So yeah. uh, Kanosuke Takeshka will also be in action, but we won't know because it'll probably be against some jobber or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll hear from Tony Storm as well, and then we got a, a tag match: Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes versus uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand. And naturally limitless. Uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also uh, for oh, this is for uh, Collision. We have Ruby Soho and uh, the winner against the winner of Athena or Willow mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, the finals for the Owen Hart Cup. Also have the men's final, uh, which is Ricky Starks and CM Punk, and we have. Uh, AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. FCR will be taking on Bullet Club Gold in a two out of three falls match. Mm, really right. trying to get people to watch. I, I'm really going to be mad if they're only going to have the tag straps on Collision, by the way, because it's, it's fucking bullshit. doesn't make sense, but yeah, no, we'll see. Man. I feel like I haven't seen them in forever. It's because yeah. I just don't remember to watch the show. Like, yeah, it's because not... they're filling it in with this blind tag stuff, and no one, oh, you know, besides Cole. And, and they haven't and... defended those belts, bro. It's been yeah. weird. Like, this this uh, run's been real weird. Very weird. Um, but uh, we also have uh, Luchasaurus for Sean Spears for the TNT Championship, but that's at Battle of the Belts, which is right after. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we got Blood and Guts uh, next Wednesday. So yeah. I'm going to have my hands filled for sure. And I'm sure that. 
that all helped uh, push you right into the final piece of business Yes, there. sir. We had uh, Don Callis, Omega, closing segment. Uh, of course, they're going to reveal both their fifth men, mm-hmm. of course, with Brian Danielson off with an uh, injury, and then you got Eddie Kingston, who's going to be in the G1. Yeah. Uh, so both unavailable, but, I mean, they could have just done four and four, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Callis comes down to reveal the fifth man uh, for the BCC, uh, and Omega uh, Omega's music hits, obviously. Um, he walks down to the ring with Callis seemingly alone, claiming earlier in the night he would come to the ring alone because he wasn't scared of Kenny Omega. Uh, before Kenny uh, can even get to the ring, though, he's already fighting off Takeshita and Moxley. Then all of a sudden, I was like, yo, who's this Pac-looking motherfucker behind him? And this Pac... This motherfucker who looked like I, Pac was Pac. I, I, it was so crazy. I was like, who is... I see someone with a chair, but I just assumed it was Yuda. I didn't see the hair. Yeah. I was like, well, Yuda's I was, I was been like, getting the cheap shots lately, well, well, see, right? Well, the reason like, why I was like, I was like, yo, who, no one in BCC has trunks or has like... Yeah, you know, that was the like thing that, that threw you know? me so off too, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he comes out of nowhere with a chair and attacks Omega with it, confirming uh, pretty much uh, before actually confirming it on Mike, he is the fifth man. As, Pack uh, is back. Uh, That's what you're saying. <laughs> Mox and Takeshi are stomping the shit out of him in the ring. Um, th- this is the only thing I hated. He's like, you have no idea how long I've been waiting for this. I'm like, yeah, let us know what's what's, what's the beef, man. I'm 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 always down to see y'all fight, right? And then it's like, then he's reminding us about how he got his nose shattered and took his title, I'm like. Bro, are you talking about the motherfucking trios? That, that's what it seemed like you was talking about. Oh, but like, but to your... be fair, we had not seen Pac since they lost those belts. Which We've is, seen but, but Lucha no Bros a bunch of times yeah. on ROH, ROH or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I forgot to mention this. It's so weird how Abraham is like, so is Commander part of that crew he, he, too? He's been, he's been uh, yeah. uh, managing them. I mean, I, they've, I been, just, they've been doing trios I just and, didn't uh, know ROH. though if, if Abrahantes is there because of the Lucha Bros, but him uh, coming out with him solo. Solo, yeah. Let me know. Oh, so okay, so this this is like this is the crew. It, it just okay. like I mean, like, look, I'm not saying like, okay, yeah, but he should have came back long. Like, you're waiting all this time for all this other shit to happen. Like, they're not even in the trios uh, division anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All this shit doesn't happen. I mean, it, I'm not mad at the pick, but it, it but, is a but, weird but also, line of uh, logic. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my thing. It was just the fact that. We already know why no one's thinking about y'all in the trio. Or a weird motive. And yeah, the yeah. trio's thing is because y'all got beat by the elite, and then that same night, the whole thing happened with fucking the, the all-out brawl-out. Yeah. So it's like, nobody wants to remember that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he, uh, what's it called? Uh, basically tells him, you know, again, confirms to the mic he's the fifth man, and Omega's going to pay the price. He puts a chair uh, around his head and neck. As Pac's about to climb the ropes, uh, I'm guessing they, what, hit a black arrow to break his... I don't know what the yeah, fuck Yeah, I think they're trying to pilmanize him. Uh, and then this so. is where he got just unreal for me. Mox grabs a mic, and he's asking Kenny any last words for his Canadian fans. Yeah, this is kind of cringe. Uh, but before they we rip your smile off your face, and Kenny's just like... Yeah, head still in the chair, just like... I, I, I put... He goes, like, full anime and just laughs it off. And it's yeah. like... <laughs> slaps off the whole current situation. It's like... Yeah, we still have a fifth man. Watch the screen, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that made me laugh. I was like, this is BTE Kenny. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, to which the lights turn out as a video package plays, confirming and promoting the appearance of Kota Ibushi as the Elite's fifth man, or I guess I should say the Golden Elite. Um, lights come back on, and the Bucks and Hangman appear, which, why do y'all keep sending Kenny over there? It, it, like, like y'all just oh, y'all don't never come out together anymore. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it's make so sense. so weird. And I just feel like it never comes off like... Oh, this is your trap. You guys yeah, actually not at all. out tra- you know, you guys set a trap for the trap. Like yeah. it just doesn't Shit. come off that way to me, like at all. And honestly, I'm I'm at a point now with this where I'm like, yes, hangman, 
finish this shit once and for all. I was really into this, and now I just feel like I'm not – every week it's something where one of you guys are in trouble, the lights go out, and then the Bucks and the Hangman make, make the save. And it just yeah. it, it just doesn't hit because the Bucks – I don't know what it is, but you know maybe it's because of the punk stuff, maybe because they're in Canada, but nobody is like – Thinking, oh, the box are here. It's double super. Well, kick. I, I, it's just I think not it's because like I think it it's to. because they they see it every week. Yeah, it's yeah, probably what true, it is. You true. know what I mean? Like, but yeah, they they show up. Callus and Pack just take off. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? yeah. Uh, Bucks hit the dual super kicks on Takeshka and Mox. Hangman hits the double buck shot, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, run off the hills. Omega and Hangman basically cut a promo about blood and guts. As you just can hear the audio bleeding through from the other camera of Moxley <laughs> up the ramp screaming. <laughs> You ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> you think I'm scared of a bullshit? Fuck, fuck out you. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you know, and that's how you. I, I that's died. how you end dynamite. Way better than cutting off because they still didn't address that dark order shit. No. When they grab and I, I guess I should have watched their match when they beat the elite on Rampage. I'm not watching the match on Rampage. Yeah. Fucking show a clip. That's what yeah, y'all yeah, supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Show a clip, man. Fuck. But anyways, mm-hmm. that, that, that's it. That, that's all I got. No worries, man. Interesting enough, by the way, Colt Cabana came back uh, on screen on BTE last week. So I was, oh, okay. I, was I think I was, was saying last thing. week how he was. Yeah, a producer. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, no, but, mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was it. That's uh, right, We're going to take a quick break. Yes, sir. And then we're going to be right back with the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling proudly presents Paid in Full, going down live Friday night, July 28th at the American Legion Post number 299 in Chino, California. $25 for front row, $20 for general admission. Tickets on sale right now at paidfull.eventbrite.com. Again, paidfull.eventbrite.com. As we just revealed our final matchup for the card, it will be the aesthetic crippler, Kevin Blackwood, taking on the neon ace himself, G-Sharp, in a first-time-ever matchup. Plus, we break ground with two exclusive women's division matchups, and on top of that, we have a P4P championship match, Lucas Riley taking on the current champion, Slice Boogie, his first time in singles action here in Winter Circle Pro, plus the most sadistic Dom Kubrick defending his championship against the gifted and talented Ray Rosas. We also have a special appearance from El Primo Genio himself in a big-time three-way tag team elimination match The name the new number one contenders for the tag team championships. All this and more. Go get your tickets right now. Paidfull.eventbrite.com. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? You're, you're back. We are. And, um... It's time for the news. It is. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with some WWE news first. Um, you know, uh, we did hear the passing of uh, Mike Halleck, yeah, uh, formerly yeah, known as man. Mantor. Um, you know, if you guys don't know, uh, he, you know, had passed away, I believe it was July 11th at the age of 55. Um, his family, they were the ones that confirmed this on Facebook, uh, saying, quote, he went peacefully into sleep. He's no longer in pain. This really hit home to lose my father. He will forever be in my heart and many others. I love you, Dad. Make the skies beautiful for me. That's from his daughter, Demi. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, the cause I mean, of death was actually, he. Uh, it looks like it was resulted from, uh, I believe, it was a 
cardiac arrest? Or? No, no. It's, oh, no, no, no. I it was, did read this. It's, yeah. uh, I think it's type 2 diabetes is what it is. Oh, because, yeah, when he said that, you know, he's not in pain anymore, I was wondering. I mean, not that I'm wondering. It sucks. Yeah, to but died in his sleep at least, you know. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, he competed for WWF in the 90s. Got to start in German Catch Wrestling Association, if you mm. can believe that, under the name Bruiser Mastino. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, That's WWE a pretty good ma- name. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. WWE, they put out uh, a thing on it as well saying WWE sad and he learned that Mike Halleck, uh, better known to WWE fans as Mantor, has passed away. Uh, Halleck's combination of size and charisma immediately captivated fans worldwide as he took to the ring in a giant bullhead to highlight this his half-man, half-minotaur persona. We extend our condolences to his family, friends, and fans. Uh, but I was surprised because a lot of people don't remember this. In 2016, he was actually named part of that class action case uh, or one of the many class action cases for concussions. Oh, so, really? Uh, I was That's surprised crazy because yeah. – I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know what what year he was active. I don't really remember him much. I remember seeing him, but seeing him in matches, I, I don't remember seeing him a whole lot. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, rest in paradise. I mean, hundred percent. Black Tarus, you know. Yes, Mantor walks so you can run, baby. Uh, I feel that. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, next, we got an update on Bray Wyatt. Uh, per Fightful, Bray Wyatt, who has not been seen on television since February, is not set for a return anytime soon. Yeah, they have reportedly this. not been any creative plans made for Bray either, uh, given the unpredictable nature of his reported illness, which is still ongoing. Uh, the spin off this, Undertaker recently uh, too, spoke yeah. to Metro about his opinion on he ain't, Bray. He ain't wrong. No, he says, quote, the need to bring back Bray's character up to the uh, original character, the original Wyatt family. Family Bray, that's the money. So I thought that was interesting. Which I, I mean, if it's coming from him, then fuck with everybody. Yeah, because I kind of agree. I'm not saying that the that the fiend didn't work, but I don't know how to it, rebuild it, it from this. From no, this no, point. you can't. And, and you we can. thought, and we thought we couldn't before he returned. Yeah. the first time. Like so, people, were, people got excited. I mean, just based on how they they where they went with it and how they chose to end it, it was going to be real hard for them to try to walk back anything. Yeah, but I mean, the initial concept was great. It's just. They, they didn't allow him to take it where he would have wanted to take it, where it could have gotten taken seriously. And yeah, probably, it's probably out of fear he, too. He, I mean, yeah, they he, he they they could have had a guy on their roster for a long time. Yeah, that I, that could have been you know viable. You know what I mean? I definitely agree. Uh, uh, next is the latest in the Lacey Evans Sergeant Slaughter uh, thing. Oh. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. So last week, or I think two episodes ago, you brought up how he didn't mind it so much. It's just he kind of brought up how when he was doing the G.I. Joe thing, DiBiase reached out to him. It was just like tradition about respect and and, talking to the guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Trying to get a blessing and so forth. Yeah. And I think the the general feeling was he didn't mind it too much, but just also noted what, like you said, the protocol usually is. But now in a exclusive interview with Sports Kita, he says, uh, quote, to me, uh, on her using the gimmick. To me, that's selling sex. That's not selling that you're a tough SOB from the Marine Corps. She should have a T-shirt on and have the combat boots on and have those fatigues on. If you want to emulate Sergeant Slaughter and you're from the Marine Corps and you're a drill instructor, you need to act like one and be one. Mm. So, that's interesting. No bet, but uh, um, I, I mean, hey, all I'm saying is this ain't this ain't the the '80s anymore where you no. actually had to be that occupation. Yeah, that's an art. But I will say, if like, hey. So you're gonna be this? You're like, dude, I don't have no idea what that what that does, but I'm happy to have a job here, so I'll fucking try to research yeah. it. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, and in the vein of controversy, Logan Paul 
might be uh, facing some Heard controversy about this. Yeah, due to his prime energy drink. Senator yeah. Charles Schumer recently called on the FDA to investigate uh, Logan Paul and KSI's prime energy drink due to the amount of caffeine per can, as it reportedly has 200 milligrams of caffeine in a 12-ounce can, equivalent to six cans yes. of Coke or two Red Bulls, though it did not specify what size Red Bulls. I will say that. I, I, shout out to the person who wrote the same story but said six cans of Pepsi. That was totally... A preference. your choice. Yeah, 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 100%. Uh, With doctors (laughs) warning that it could lead to, quote, significant health concerns for children who consistently consume the beverage, Primus since responded that they clearly label the beverage as, quote, not recommended for children under 18 and also sell a child-specific alternative with no caffeine called Prime Hydration. But the senator argues both products are marketed similarly so parents don't know the difference, which I'll be honest, it sounds like he's targeting them a little bit. No, 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 no. Well, this is the thing. They're... If the parents know their kids are talking about this thing and they're all in a Logan Paul, I mean, this is all these kids are talking about yeah. these influencers and people they follow on YouTube, right? And Logan Paul's one of those guys right now, whether it's boxing yeah, or wrestling. Yeah, but at what but, point is but, it the parents' responsibility? Well, this is, this is where, when it's like, hey, mom, before you come home, can you get me one of those prime drinks? And they don't know there's two different ones and, mm-hmm. they, and they don't know that you have to be 18 to buy the one that you need, that, that's the energy drink. Oh, I didn't know you need to be 18. Yeah. To buy. Oh, so okay. when they say that there's some that's not safe for kids. So that's why they're asking age. their parents to buy. Exactly. Oh, okay, gotcha. so, and then so well, when their parents go, they don't know the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how uh, the PR team WWE does navigate around this because obviously he's got an upcoming match with Ricochet at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, and the beverage has already, you know, had some product placement. Obviously, oh, once during, true. you know, with KSI dressed as the, the well, drink. Money in you the know, bank, and, too. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to say him tossing a bottle of uh, Prime to him during Money in the Bank. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But speaking of SummerSlam, I did talk about uh, what's looking like the reported card so far. We had uh, Drew McIntyre versus Gunther for the IC title, Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, which seems to be confirmed now uh, as of Monday yeah, uh, night. Yeah, I know he asked for a rubber match. I don't know yeah. if he... Uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns as well. Logan Paul versus Ricochet, as we said. And it looks like Raquel Rodriguez versus Ray, uh, Rhea Ripley will be penciled in as well. So just thought I should bring that to the show. Did you get a chance to see any of the uh, – because there was two big segments uh, I last heard Friday. about it, but I didn't pretty good. go investigate it. I mean, but, but I'm getting tired of, of them having Solo do the same thing, which mm. is like thumb to the throat and then sometimes splash to the table. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? So we'll see. Well, I uh, got an update on L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those videos of him in the Triple H workout videos from like two thousand fourteen? No, I've been seeing <laughs> stuff with him uh, getting "It Doesn't Matter" by The Rock on that show. Yeah. He was oh on yeah, and stuff. I think Hero. But, is, I forgot. Yeah, which is there. ironic because you know all this stuff. But course, I would say yeah. recently uh, was disclosed that LA Knight segment on the uh, last Friday's edition of SmackDown, where he beat up Hit Row, has been watched one million times, making it the second most watched clip behind the Bloodline Family Court segment. Also, he had a digital exclusive segment before SmackDown that went on air or I'm sorry before SmackDown went on air that was on social media and uh, that WWE uploaded to their Twitter and it was the most liked and viewed tweet from that night so um, and so it's looking like they're seeing they're looking at the metrics to see you know night and just to kind of bottom this out it seems like although he did not get the money in the bank case there might be something waiting for him at SummerSlam is BWE online again we've talked about their new outlet so grain of salt, but they have been pretty consistent. They claim that there are plans being discussed at the moment that would see, quote, a star get a big Stone Cold Steve Austin rub soon, suggesting a match could take place against Austin at SummerSlam. And obviously with the recent comparisons, we brought up Kevin Knight, or not Kevin Knight, but Kevin um, Kevin Nash earlier, who, you know, 
whether positive or negative, he's been comparing him to The Rock and Austin. It'll be interesting to see. No, it's if, been very if, negative. Yeah. Very, well, very well, negative. some people, not not just Nash, some people have brought it up in a positive way, but mo- most recently it's come off negative. But we'll see if this the, uh, can. The thing with Hit Row, from what I heard, was it happened before. They, they, had him, they had Hit Row go out there and. Talk shit about the live crowd before the show got on the air, and that so that wasn't even part of the show. Oh, okay. But they they made it. They they ended up fucking putting it on online. Oh, okay. So that was before the show even went on the oh, air. So maybe they were like, one in the same then. Okay. I'm like, yo, like, yeah. Well, when you see a guy like this putting numbers up on shit that was not even on TV, like, bro, come on. Man. Yeah, come on, man. And then finally, from on WWE side, Seth Rollins made some comments recently on Roman Reigns. So I just wanted to bring this because the big clickbait headline was him saying, "quote." If Roman was doing what I'm doing, there wouldn't really be a need for another world heavyweight championship. But I felt like it needed to have some context. So that's why I brought it to the show. Because he was a guest on Ryan Satin's Out of Character show. And this is the full quote. He says, if Roman was doing what I'm doing, there wouldn't really be a need for a secondary championship. There wouldn't be a need for another world heavyweight title on Raw. Because we would have somebody that was doing those things. It would kind of give direction to the characters on the show. It would give direction to the show itself. But because the route he has chosen and what he wants to do with his schedule and his title reign is not what I'm doing, somebody's got to fill that void. And we did our best with the United States Championship for a little while to do that. But it never really felt like a world heavyweight championship. And so there's got to be that person. There's got to be that spot for every want to get to to try to fight for and i'm very happy to be that carrot that's dangling there so i think that it's a good thing and again if roman was doing all this stuff and defending the title all over the place then we wouldn't have these problems i just felt you know that's a much more clearer uh message than acting but like well he, if he wasn't yeah you know, <laughs> exactly yeah it, it, it stirs a pot a lot less so but yeah that's it for wwe and on the AEW side of things man speaking of stirring the pot Matt Hardy, yeah. What 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 is going on? I heard someone, uh, Jim Jim Cornette, just yeah. fucking called him a concussed something something. I got the like, whole thing, the brother. Happened? Yeah. What happened was so last week, the, you know, there was a trios match with the Hung Bucks and Dark Order. After the match, uh, he, you know, basically Matt tweeted out how he thought they were extraordinary talents who don't always get the flowers they deserve. Uh, I believe he said something of, um, or I'm sorry, a fan agreed with him and says, yeah, you know, I know it's cool right now to hate the elite if you're a CM Punk fan, but you know, the elite should still be recognized, you know, for the great wrestlers they are. So Matt responded to that saying, between this and the toxic Cornette cult, these guys don't get the adorations they truly deserve. The diehard elite fans are phenomenal and get why they're special, but there's a huge chunk of fans that fail to give them credit they deserve. Give these guys their flowers. Which, of course, if you summon Cornette, he will, he will, will arrive. Yeah, And he came out and says, Geez, Matt, I can understand selling your soul for rock and roll, but selling it for Adderall? Even if you Whoa. have to, yeah. Even if you have to abandon your principles and verbally fillet these childish cretins for your check, leave my fans alone. It's not their fault. Tony's not paying them enough to lie. Okay, I'm confused. Now there's more in the tweet. It sounded like he was saying. Well, I guess like Brian Cornette also doesn't like. It well, well, like he well was what happened they was both don't get their flowers. Well, Brian last I guess entertained it longer than Jim did, right? Uh. And so, so he, yeah, he's Twitter fingers for sure. Right. And so yeah, this happened, I believe it was Sunday night, but he came out 
on Monday, and Jim says, I'd like to thank at great Brian Lass for staying up into the night, toying with this concussed ex-great while he was protesting too much about how successful he is. I go to sleep too early on Saturday nights to have time to play with kids. Golly, Matt, don't you have signings to do? And then to that, Matt would respond, Last night was Sunday, Jimmy. Maybe you're the concussed one. You're definitely <laughs> an ex-great. I used to have massive respect for you, but that's been long gone. That's the case with many people now, and it's sad. This is my final tweet to you. You and Lass keep doing your shock jock routines and fanning those toxic flames of hate and negativity for your zombies to slurp up. Make those bucks however you can, though, right? Enjoy your life, Jim. I'll certainly enjoy mine. So, yeah, I was uh, definitely interesting. It's, I mean, it's a whole lot of nothing to be honest. Like, I, yeah. there's n- there's no reason for Jim to even yeah say anything. I mean, he like like the thing is, is he he has to be realistic in himself to know that the stuff that he's saying about the Bucks are also turning people away from the Bucks without really giving them a chance. Yeah, no, 100%. and and, uh, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not here to say that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because he he feels like he's doing it in the name of great re- pro wrestling, so I, that's why it's subjective. But for him to pretend like that's not the case. May, I was, he's, he's mad because he's, he called him the cult of Cornette, which I think isn't that like one of his. Yeah, that, that's his deal, the cult. So, so yeah. I'm like, then it's not like he he insulted his fan base. So no, yeah, no, not uh, at all. He, he, he just, I think, he didn't just like. came the, in. Yeah, he just didn't like that they were even mentioned. Like you would have thought he would have he named uh, Cornette and fucking. Vince I think, Russo I think what it was tweet. is Cornette's you know I mean? deal was he's like, don't blame my fans that they don't get their flowers. They don't get their flowers because they don't, they don't deserve flowers. It's kind of what it came Didn't off. Didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah. it's Cornette. So, yeah. But uh, staying with Matt Hardy, he recently spoke to Daily Mail online where he was talking about how Vince was trying to keep him under contract before going to AEW and kind of describe the situation. He says, yeah, well, I think Vince had already made up his mind. He wanted me to make the transition into being a producer, and that's where he saw me at. So I knew as long as he was in charge, he's ultimately going to get you there because that's just how it is. If Vince sees you a certain light or certain way and that's where he wants or that's where he wants you to be he's going to get you there they threw some big offers on the table saying myself and jeff we can do something with bray and they were trying to appease me in different ways and whatnot and give me something that would be satisfying but i knew vince was ultimately going to move me off being a wrestler and move me backstage and i just wasn't ready to do that yet i love this me doing this i feel like a little kid in a candy store because pro wrestling is what i always wanted to do and for the last few years that i can physically do it i want to do it to the best of my ability and then he revealed triple h's pitch saying so that opportunity opened up at AEW to be able to do it and also Triple H gave me a generous offer to wrestle in NXT to do some of my broken mat stuff at the same time maybe give me a little bit of a stable and then still be able to supplement that by being a backstage producer in WWE but Hardy would ultimately reject the deal he says if I if it would have been the era where Triple H was in charge I could have ended up saying then maybe but it was the right call for me to leave and step out to AEW I respectfully yeah. disagree well, because and then he also said that he would like his uh, his last opponent in his uh, in his career to be against Edge, his yeah. last match. Yeah, my th- the reason I say I disagree is because he wouldn't have got concussed again if he would have not been wrestling for AEW. Yeah, but I feel like I, I'd argue that there hasn't been anything he's done right now that's been. I mean, it's, it, it's been better than, than you know I think I mean? it's been fun. I think it's just because there's so many people. It's hard and, to and, and recall another, like but, all but, the. But I think that's why like I can't help but think, oh, maybe it would have been kind of we would have thought it would have been downgraded. But imagine if he would have mixed it up with like Joe Gacy and like the schism with the the yeah. and the uh, the cinematic stuff like. There could have been something there for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, mean, I didn't think and, of and, and even if he didn't take that, he could have just still been a manager for a private party and, and 
still get physical here and there, but he don't. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, he's fun to still watch. Like he could still move. It's just hey, not I, the I, same. I'll fuck you, man. But yeah, it's just like hearing him say, you know, in my last few years, I'm gonna do it the best of my ability. I'm like, I don't know if you have. Yeah. You know. Well, we'll see, man. But uh, AEW star leaves the company. It's been reported by PW Insider that one half of the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr., is now yeah. gone from AEW, officially a free agent as well after not having his contract extended by the company. Uh, the news has been confirmed via AEW removing Brian from their roster page and by Pillman Jr. himself via Instagram as he posted a photo of him riding a motorcycle with a simple caption that said, stay tuned for the next chapter, hashtag take a walk on the wild side. Uh, he was last seen on Rampage back in February, but has not been seen on AEW Dynamite uh, in nearly a year. So, so uh, crazy thing about that is Griff Garrison still. Yeah, he's still there. But you know who whose other profile still up there? Which was I'm Gr- thinking Griff's contract hasn't run out yet. That's probably that's why true too. But uh, Santana is still on the roster page. I mean, despite but we, the date that he that he but yeah, maybe, but maybe remember, that could have been a rehab date or something. Well, but I don't but know. remember I kept saying that. Uh, there was going to be rep- more time, right? Yeah, I reported, I think, maybe three episodes ago that it, it, his contract got extended. It just hasn't been, like, so announced. Maybe, so maybe that date was for something else. Yeah, then. but he's been putting out a lot of videos, too, of him yeah. re, re, uh, retraining that's, that's what I'm saying. I think and maybe, stuff like that. May, so. Maybe that's, like, the first day he knew he can, like, go back to the gym or something. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, last we saw him was obviously Blood and Guts. And speaking yeah, of which, I got two yeah. different updates Sheesh. that could have played into Blood and Guts. Um, there was a... Um, Report that Tony Khan had been revealed has revealed that he's been chipping away on getting Chris Hero to make an in ring return. So a lot of people thought, is there a chance he could? I'll be the fifth re- with yeah, the for, okay. yeah. Of course, that's not the case as we already done the review. And also in the vein of that, CM Punk apparently had pitched himself backstage as the potential fifth member for Team BCC. Um, according to Fightful, it's not clear if the pitch was serious or if he was just trolling, but he has publicly expressed being open to working with the elite, but was told it wasn't happening at the time. Yeah. In regards to blood and guts, obviously, um, people were under the impression that Moxley would not, not want to be, you know, because the report was fight. Someone told Fightful that neither team yeah. would want him if that was the case, but Moxley, I guess, quote, wasn't opposed to the idea, but the pitch came too late in the, you know, now, I think Mox, because the, the decisions were already made. He, he ain't against doing business. He's not like no. when it comes to, especially if it's going to mean more money for the house, he's not against that, but no. it's about what it, what it, what it is. You know and what if I mean? it makes sense. Yeah. And if it's going to, yeah, he's not going to, you know, displace his integrity for, for anything. You know what I mean? But when it comes to that, you're like, Bro, you and the and three of the guys you got in a fight with in a cage with blood and guts. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know, bro. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure I, yeah. you want to put yourself in there? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, seriously. They all turn. Because yeah, they still ain't coming. Well, if you think about it, you got you got you got Paige in there as well, who oh, wasn't man. part of it. He and still he's got, been the and most then protected. you got Mox yeah. in there, and it's like they could all just turn around and put, you know. Well, anyway. And You're then, putting yourself in a lot. Maybe, maybe that was his way of trying to. Wave a white flag. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, And then this last one, I'm just going to need you to buckle up a bit um, just so I can get all the info out. This is just uh, my final uh, story for news, but it has to do with AEW Collision. So Andrade Eladolo recently took to Twitter to respond to a fan that was touting the positive DVR numbers. I saw this live. Yeah. Okay, of AEW Collision. And uh, he expressed his thoughts uh, on how the show was going so far. He said, quote, 
I respect all the talent of all the AEW brands. Remember, if they respect me, they will always receive my respect because they all work hard to earn a place. I am AEW Collision. I have the locker room. We only have three weeks on TV, and we have achieved in three weeks what other brands have in four or less years. I love wrestling like all of you, and the more competition we have, all this is better for the company. But I would love that the people who were in charge of preparing the first AEW Collision show in Chicago, uh, those people should be in charge of doing all the shows week after week. We have a lot of top talent you will never imagine. Andrade, it's just the way he wrote it. Andrade the Idol, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, FTR, Miro Day, Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Bullet. When he said, I was like, is that supposed to be Scorpio yeah, or Sting? Which I Scorpio saw, did have a yeah, match. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Ricky Starks, Hobbs, and more talent that I could forget. Thunder Rosa's comeback will be great. Yeah, Imagine I didn't know her. why I put that man. More, more, more talent than I could forget. Yeah. I was like, uh, Thunder Rosa's comeback will be great. Imagine her beating up Julia Hart and getting my mask back and maybe having her own championship that CM Punk never lost. So obviously, after saying that, the tweet has since drawn a lot of speculation with the line highlighting, or two things. The line talking about the people in Chicago leading the shows heading forward implies the creative team may have changed a lot since its debut show mm. and obviously the mention of Punk's championship that was never lost and just a brand specific title belt might be in the works if not yet it's to be revealed from inside of Punk's red bag it's 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 been mentioned before by Jay White gotcha on, okay on, on collision that's the thing like he he just cut this promo about the FTR and then he said and Punk uh, you keep walking around with this red bag, and I'm like, what? What the fuck is he talking about? And I'm like, did I miss Rampage? I mean, I mean, he would show. Nah, me. it was a debut. Uh, his debut promo. He had that bag out, but he never. I didn't, I didn't see him with the. I saw him with the the boots around his neck. I didn't see him with a. Bag. Yeah, no, he had the bag because he was saying I never lost this, but he never pulled the belt out the bag. He was like, I'm huh. going to keep fighting. Like, Man, as long as you're in the ring with me, you're fighting for this is basically what he said. Mm. So uh, despite its aforementioned DVR numbers as well as international viewing numbers, AW Collision has made more headlines recently for its low TV numbers, getting just above 400,000 viewers in the second and third episode. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery are generally more focused with first-run broadcast views on the network, which they can monetize, which is why Dark and Dark Elevation were pulled from YouTube because they can't monetize it the way they'd like to. Or at least not, uh, you know, they don't own YouTube. So, But for AW Collision, it's not viewership numbers they're concerned with, rather where it ranks in relation to other shows that also run on Saturday nights. For instance, Dynamite ranks fairly high in overall shows, fetching 830,000 to 950,000 average per week. And Fightful reports that Warner Brothers uh, Discovery would like a similar performance for AW Collision as they are aiming for a top five ranking, which requires a much smaller viewing figure due to viewer, fewer people watching TV on Saturday nights. Uh, Should also that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Fightful also reports that Warner Brothers were very happy with Dynamite finishing at number one on cable last week uh, in terms of being in it had 855,000 viewers, but again at that time it was the top show at that time on Thursday or on Wednesday night or whatnot. I mean, um, but also worth noting, the show received a recent rise in ratings after last weekend's edition, uh, which hosted obviously the BC Gold vs. FTR match and Punk vs. Joe. They averaged 580,000 viewers, a near 30% increase from last week, and their 18 to 49 demo is up 61.5%. Uh, after CM Punk coined the nickname One Bill Phil, though, uh, media outlets all assumed it was in reference to the rumored $1 billion TV deal uh, that Punk reportedly helped put in motion no, with yeah, Warner we've, Brothers. We've talked about this right? before, but it's not. That's not real. Yeah, well, I got more on it. Um, uh, you know, because obviously since then, Meltzer's the one that initially said this, but there had not been any confirmation from either uh, side on this. So it's, you know, the details are virtually unknown if it's true. But following an update on the situation, Fightful has reported that AW and Warner Brothers have been
have been engaging in long conversations regarding extending the TV rights. With uh, SRS, Sean Rossap adding that uh, Fightful, or I'm sorry, adding that uh, AEW has been involved with conversations uh, that have been going on for months. They personally believe an announcement could be made this summer or fall if uh, if a deal is reached. Uh, and their source in Warner Brothers Discovery specified that there is a huge money increase uh, in for AEW by the way things are looking now. And the source also reiterated how happy they are with AEW right now pertaining to the viewership figures, their flexibility in changing scheduled days to accommodate for major sporting events, and their brand integration, obviously, with like Shazam and the House of Dragons, etc., while also noting that the airing of All In as well as whether it will air or not will has been a big topic of discussion during their ongoing talks as well, uh, with AEW hoping their biggest event will be viewed by more than the fans, you know, the 75,000 scheduled to be there in person. Uh, and the last part of this is a, apparently a pitch given to uh, AEW from Warner's Brothers Discovery is they want them to expand their pay-per-view schedule significantly. Apparently, we've we've talked about this before too. Yeah, yeah, but it could be it, it was looked at as only going up to six per year. Now it's looking like they might want something that's more on a per month basis, which obviously could be a major expansion in the way they uh, do their weekly and yearly content. Uh, no telling if this will be standalone or added to the max streaming deal that's currently going on, but the belief is it'll be instance of eat like WWE network where you either pay one fee and you get access to all the shows or similar to the USC model, which is where you pay for a subscription, but have to pay extra for pay, uh, pay-per-views regardless. I mean, they they have five that they're doing now, as far as yeah, I can count. Exactly. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just including gonna, Forbidden Door. Now. That's what yeah. I was just going to end with that, and that's the thing is the IWC has already started pointing out similarities to WWE sort of schedule things since they have their Big I'm, Four I'm, or I'm Big cool. Five, as they say, because obviously yeah. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Rumble, Mania, and Money in the Bank, and yeah. then we got for them Revolution, Double or Nothing, All Out, Full Gear, and like you said, Forbidden Door. So, but we'll I mean, we'll keep you guys in the if update. If they had this. thirty days for each build, I don't know. If that would tighten shit up and stop making it feel so like lost at times. Yeah, like, but there's so many people I, that I, I don't even know if they could pull say, it I, off. I also don't know how that yeah how that rotation of talent would work, and also don't know how you would fit all those matches with the within three to quote four shows since you got ROH now too. Oh yeah, true. You know what I mean? If you're gonna split up different storylines, you're gonna have what ten. 10 yeah, match see, cards? that's the difference like, is they they will take something that's specifically an ROH and then play it out somehow on dynamite yeah. after weeks of something's like, hey, already been going got honor club asshole yeah exactly <laughs> but like I, I mean but i just want to say real quick that right there what you said before should finally prove to people like bro it's not about like the 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 rating systems are different now because mm-hmm. everyone's always about all oh, the ratings the ratings it's like bro they're work they're about more about how they rank in a week because the thing is it's it's in disingenuous to talk about ratings and act like Ratings aren't down all over the board. Yeah, because seriously. more people are are not watching. TV yeah, more live. people are streaming. They're yeah, streaming. 100%. Yeah, they have streaming services. They're watching YouTube. Dude, I find myself watching stuff on YouTube more than I watch actual yeah. TV. Yeah. nowadays, you know what I mean. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, it's just all about yeah. I mean, people were like, oh, how many viewers you get in the night? Like, how about how many collective views you got? Or how, like, where did y'all rank with everything else going on? Because that's the thing. They're gonna have a hard time trying to get those numbers that they're talking about with like the same or at least comparative to. Dynamite, yeah. again, they got the UFC and the boxing matches that happen. Sometimes the UFC stuff is not even a pay-per-view. It's something free they could watch that are just yeah. fights. Yeah, So that that's what gets it, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to not- see the developments from this, but we'll definitely keep you posted here at the KJS pod. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's all I got on news, man. All right, well, I mean, uh, thank you all for uh, listening, man. And, uh, again, we're steadily, steadily climbing down this, uh, you know, episodes. Uh, the final countdown. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Let's get 300. Countdown. Uh-huh. 300 hoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, hunter, huh? <laughs> American Dragon. Again. Dragon Balls. Count down to 300. I'm sorry, Dragon Bullocks. Dragon Bullocks. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I want to say thank y'all, man. Uh, again, we're, uh, again, like I said, ascend or descending the mountaintop. Down slope, baby. You know what I mean? But um, on that note, follow us, man. That's going to be at the Quincy Jones Show at uh, Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. And uh, backslash the Quincy Jones Show as well on Facebook and uh, TikTok as well. Of course, YouTube, if you want to holler and check out some of my music videos. Yeah, you might want to check that Do out. Do it. Um, but yeah, also check out the Quincy Jones Show, the album. Um, streaming everywhere you go to get music right now, man. Yes, sir. Along with This Is Awesome, also the album by um, my my brother, Doc Lesnar here. Yeah. You can also get that on everywhere you stream. You go to stream yeah. music, man. And we Amazon, do mean everywhere. Yeah, Amazon. Uh, not Pandora, to control, but Apple, Tidal, iPhone. Yeah. yeah, Pandora, like you said, Tidal. I mean, everywhere that you, literally everywhere that you stream your music. Instagram, you can put it on your stories. Just look up either Quincy Jones Go, look up either Doc Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we have, do we have anything under Mega Towers, we may we have do. a few. Oh, we, we have. Do. I think yeah. Let's get weird, right? Uh, we got a whole um, album. We got. Um, we have the oh, two, two sides, two stories on there, yeah, and then a few of our singles oh, no. are out there too. Riding around with my twin, things like growing that. Growing so. pains is growing pains on there. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Nah, but um, and and of course, don't forget to tune in, man, and 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 just follow the movement. Winter Circle Pro Wrestling, man. We here. We, we we you know we got the third show rolling out around right now, man. We're uh, just announced the last match a couple days ago. It's crazy. Um. We're, we're blessed, man. We're definitely yeah. excited to put on this third show. Paid in full. is going down Friday, July 28th, as you heard in the ad earlier. But, you know, in order to stay, you know, posted, stay up to date, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at Winter Circle Pro on uh, Instagram, at Winter, uh, Winter Circle PW on Twitter, as well as at Winter Circle Pro on YouTube as well, man. Yes, um, and we, we have some clips on TikTok as well. Yeah. And really, uh, we, we do what we do on TikTok. But, I mean, all we, all we ask is that you support and then come through to the show, man. Paidful.eventbrite.com. Again, paidful.eventbrite.com. $25 front row, $20 for general admission. We got vendors, food, drinks. Uh, we're going to have uh, some merch there as well, man. Live music. Yeah. Um, and just Doors great, at 7 p.m. Great wrestling. Right, we're going to have uh, the start, pretty much the introduction of our women's division, man. Yeah. Um, for those that's been following us the first two shows. We uh, got the women's division. We got two matches scheduled, man, and um, it's gonna be yeah. No, honestly, we, we got two women's matches. We have our first ever handicap match. We have our yeah. first ever three way tag, which has number one contendership uh, high stakes. Yeah, yep, on that we have a uh, two, two championship, two championship matches. matches. Yeah, I mean it, yeah, it's and, and, and a big. I would say yeah. what we would call a SoCal dream match as well. Yeah, so. some 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 would also say it as well. We got Kevin Blackwood. Um, he is gonna be making his uh, his way back to uh, Buffalo, New York. Uh, but before uh, he goes, he will be facing uh, the, the world fighter, the world fighter, the neon, the, the, the neon ace himself. That'll be a G sharp. And if y'all saw him in our first show, you already know what he's about. So this is going to be for sure. a banger. Oh, yeah. um, again, paid full dot And And also uh, make sure you check out Lesnar's lots, man. Yeah. Now you guys are right now. Well, first of all, follow my boy over here at Quincy Jones go or at the Quincy yeah. Jones show for all things having to do with him and his podcast yeah. and follow your boy here at doc Lesnar, all things having to do with my music career. That's on Instagram, by the way, at uh, doc underscore KGS pod, all things having to do with this podcast, hashtag wrestling Wednesdays. I heard Quincy's got something special for next week. That'd be great. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, also follow me at Lesnar's underscore lots, just like Quincy just said for all things having to do with my 
Safari store where I, you know, sell things from all over the uh, spectrum of pop culture, mostly Funko Pops and wrestling memorabilia. But go ahead and check it out. I got things from the office, things from movies, uh, wrestling stuff, uh, sign eight by tens, figures, box, loose, all that stuff. Trust me, you're not going to be uh, disappointed when you check no, it out. Not at and, all. Uh, Fair pricing as well. So don't. Hundred percent. And like you've already told the man, check us out at Winter Circle Pro, man, all on Instagram. Besides that, my dude, you know. I got only got three, three words, words for him. Top guys out. Top guys out.